Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. <laughs> that one hurt? No. Wait, did it hurt, Tyler? No. When you crawled out of hell, hell and bumped your fucking head on a, on a rock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I picked... Considerably, yeah. That's how I picked girls up. Did it hurt when you crawled out of hell to ruin my life with no I'm not gonna it didn't work I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I I know it was gonna work but I don't (laughs) want to go there we'll have a couple drinks before we get yeah please um, yeah I'm way too fucking sober for this podcast right now well because the entire theme of this podcast is uh we we drink alcohol and debate business topics yeah so beyond this point there will be alcohol wow that was I love it (laughs) We should call the podcast Alcohol Beyond This Point. Good idea. Um, my name is also Willows. And my name is not. It's Tyler. And um, this is episode 42. And this um, is a bottle of wine. We're cracking. Yeah, we, we've done. Um, we've drinking this. This is uh, Post Malone's Maison Number 9. Um, we've had it on this podcast before. Good solid rosé. Did it sell out in Manitoba? I have no idea, actually. I bought an entire case. I yeah. spent like three hundred bucks when it. I was like, because I'm on, I'm, I am a wine manufacturer here, so I'm on a bunch of like uh, distribution lists. So I like got a notification right when it was yeah. here. So I got one of the first cases, and then, um, yeah, I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna look right now. Sure, look on our website. But uh, yeah, we we've been drinking a lot of weird weirdo shit on this podcast recently so we're going back to just a a simple rosé and uh, I also have a half drinking glass of uh, Irish whiskey here that I'm perfect I was just like drinking before you got here Ros- so. rosé and Irish whiskey I love it it's Fucking a good combo nation it's delicious. something probably what Post Malone would drink no he drinks Bud Light um, I'm going to move the mic so we can cheers I hope that was Slightly good. Better. I hope that was good. Hmm. <laughs> I got actual uh, cognac glasses. I've what never, can you see? I've with never them? felt more bougie. What can you see with them? Oh my god, that was really bad. <laughs> um, yeah, Carly got them from that um, Crazy Bins place. I never heard of this. Crazy Bins? No. Never oh my heard god. Of Tell me about Crazy Bins. Crazy Bins is basic. It's like a Amazon r- returns uh, discount warehouse, basically. Okay, I've seen so like, like I've seen like TikToks of them. I think. Y- yeah, it's like shipping containers full of uh, Amazon returns show up to the store. They restock it once a week, and then uh, basically on restock day, uh, every item is twenty five dollars. Okay. The next day, every item is twenty dollars. The day after that, it's fifteen, and then it's ten, and it goes all the way down to five dollars. But they run out of good, the good shit, presumably. Right, and then there's a bulk a bulk item section that's separate where everything is fifty dollars. Okay. And in the bulk items, uh, people have you know gotten like new Xboxes or tents or yeah, I think... like a new Roomba and all kinds of shit like that. And it's like for like fifty bucks. Yeah, everything maybe, everything's fifty bucks. Maybe I can go find my fucking missing Amazon packages there. Yeah, literally. Well, because I heard. That for a lot of like Amazon electronics, they just burn them. They incinerate them when they get returned uh, because it's cheaper than sending them like back to a distribution center. They just fucking incinerate them. Why not? Perfectly good shit. Uh, It's like not worth 
the effort they put in. Like they make such a good margin. Couldn't they just like sell it to a recycler? Presumably, but like Jeff Bezos doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but I I don't know. I was reading like the, apparently the margin they make. Um, they they it's like having members of staff deal with that and yeah. like shipping them out and like whatever is more expensive than just fucking destroying them. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Same reason Walmart just throws shit in the dumpster all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, makes sense. But anyways, got a bunch of uh, fancy cognac glasses. I think we figured out the price on them was like 60 bucks or something. And I think she went on like a $10 day. So got a $60 pair of glasses. And they're like proper, um, I don't know. That wouldn't be crystal, would it? Like, uh, they could be. They absolutely they, could be. They probably, um, I think they were crystal because they're like, they feel extremely delicate and, you know, you lick your finger and then make the glass sing. Yeah. You know, wink, yeah, um, wink, wink. Well, you, you're like, when we think, when we think of crystal, we think of like super expensive fucking jewelry and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but like you can get economy crystal. That's like, they, yeah. um, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, why are we not, not drinking cognac? Uh, I drank it all. Shame. I'll yep. buy some for next year. I love cognac. It, yeah, it's it's kind of become my favorite. Cognac. Okay. What's and... your favorite brand? I think... Uh, I mean, I, I, I had the kind of like the mid-shelf Hennessy, like the VSOP, VSOP. Isn't that the cheapest one? No. Maybe. No, I think there's like a middle. What's the middle tier? Is is that the VSOP? No, this is this is very special. Okay, yeah, it's the one up from that. That was quite good. I had this. Uh, yeah. I was looking on my liquor shelf. Um, I Hennessy is bad if we're being honest. It's not amazing, like but, the original. But we don't yeah. have a ton of options, honestly, in our liquor store for cognac. Um, go to uh, Elamont in the Forks. Oh yeah, they yeah, are they the would, yeah. they're the only private wine store that got a license to sell spirits. Yeah, and they have ridiculous cognacs, like super cool ones. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea actually. That's not far. Um, I I had one a really sweet looking bottle that had a black jaguar on it. Cannot remember the oh, name. Oh, uh, Sex Panther. I wish. Uh, and then I got percent of the time it works every time. Um, <laughs> and then I got an Armagnac, which mm. is uh. I'm actually really happy with it. It's there's only one in the province that's sold. I also can't remember the brand name, but uh, Armagnac is pretty good. The Panther Cognac. I'm now almost almost a hundred percent sure we drank it on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty... like episode four, I think. Yeah, I think I brought it. I bought it and brought it. Yeah. Um, I probably want to. I've been getting into whiskey more often. Yeah, like me more too. Recently. Yeah, whiskey's probably my like absolute favorite. The whether it's Scotch whiskey, bourbon, or Irish, yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's still my favorite overall. Um, I hate gin now because <laughs> of me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just hate it. I like everything except vodka. Mm. I can palate. Um, yeah, I like gin. I like tequila. I like. I really like whiskey. I'm just a beer drinker, though. Yeah, like I spend. I'm the guy that like go like every time I go to the beer store, I like get one of those like assorted holders and get like twelve assorted craft beers that I'm paying like four 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 fifty a fucking can for. Yep. Um, I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like I should do, I'm going to try and do like a month no beer and see like if my gut improves. Oh, you Be- think maybe like the, the gluten? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm fat and <laughs> <laughs> there's this uh, funny TikTok of, uh, I've become this TikTok guy as well now. I hate it. It's fine. Um, There's this fucking clip of uh, Ed Sheeran. I was just going to say, you're yeah. going to bring up Ed Sheeran. Being like, yeah, I fucking, the, like the interviewer's like, oh, you're looking good. Like you lost weight. He's like, yeah, I, I just like cut out beer and that was it. And the girl's like, wow, like was that hard? He's like, no, I just, I drink vodka now. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a pretty stellar moment. That was pretty good. But like, I feel like, um, but I mean, alcohol. what is that science wise? It's just cause you have to drink so much more beer to get the same amount of alcohol. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, you're going to get a lot more calories per, like, when you're talking ABV, like, alcohol by volume. Like, obviously, you're going to be getting a lot more not alcohol in a beer, and there's just a lot, there's a lot. Mm. So, you're going to be consuming more calories, right? Because this, like, I'm holding, for the reference, I'm holding the glass of uh, scotch, is 60% water. Right. Or other shit. Whereas a beer is 95% other shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, ca- it, like alcohol is a lot of goddamn calories. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it has a lot of calories uh, as a base. So it's still, ha- you're still going to be consuming a lot of calories. But I guess like beer. It, more so than anything, like sugar is <clears throat> your number one offender. I don't know how carbs work. I don't know anything about nutrition or health. Literally Carbs nothing. are basically sugar. Because they break down into, like, sugar, yeah. right? That's a thing. Yeah, simple carbs are basically sugar. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I was on a diet for a while, remember that? And, like, successfully. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have, like, any understanding of what I was doing. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to eat salads and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I heard lean meats. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to eat chicken instead of beef and shit. And, like... I just have, like, a rudimentary knowledge of, like, health. And, it like, legit, I lost, like, 25 pounds in, like, six months. Um, yeah, and you just stay away from junk food, generally. Yeah. Yeah. I was being, like, pretty disciplined with it. And then I uh, we went to Mexico and I ruined it. But, um, yeah, I mean, but on, I, honestly. I basically proved to myself that I could do it, and that was, like, enough for me. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, get back, get back on the train of just eating healthy you know, six days a week and then have one cheat day. Like that's, that's my favorite way to do it. Or even like less maybe to start. One (laughs) one a week, one a week won't do damage. Like, and it's to the point if you eat healthy six days a week, that cheat day won't actually be that uh, big of a cheat because um, your gut biome starts to change and your tolerance for shitty food just goes down and your cheat day is just going to be like maybe a little more pasta. Okay. Like even when you choose to indulge, you're not going to want to because it'll make you feel like shit. Well, I remember like I used to eat McDonald's like every day yeah. when I was a kid because it was cheap, right? You had the fucking dollar menu and, uh, you know, you get a McDouble and, you know, you get, we got a McDouble and a junior chicken and fucking shove them together you know, what we call bang? Yeah. yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> no, we called it a McGangbang. Yeah, no, that's a menu um, item. Yeah, well, and then we made friends with the m- people that worked at that McDonald's by my school. Yeah. And then we could order McGangbangs, and they'd just be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, now, like, I went, 
years without eating McDonald's, like five plus years. And then I like drunk ate it one time and then was like sick for like a day. Yeah. Yeah. No, super I, interesting. Yeah, definitely. I've been on a, I've been on a really bad fast food uh, binge this last f- fucking year. Oh, uh, you're busy. Like, well, yeah, it. but it, it is because I'm super busy and because like, I'm always like, I don't always have time to cook myself food every day. And then when you do way better than me, as far as cooking goes, I fucking don't cook anything. <laughs> yeah. I've been getting a little bit better. I made a fucking <clears throat> phenomenal, uh, roasted chickpea butternut squash oh, yeah. <laughs> salad yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, What's it was so good. Yeah. You were showing me on, we were on FaceTime and you were like, look at this butternut squash. And I was like, even even before I had roasted it, like I was just snacking on the chickpeas because I coated it in uh, Italian seasoning, basil, garlic powder, salt, uh, my... lemon, and olive oil. I'm not kidding. My mouth is literally watering. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even joking. And I was just like, I was just grabbing these chickpeas. Chickpeas uh, are lit out of the bowl, and I was just snacking on them like just raw with this seasoning on it. And I'm like, it was like fucking crack. I couldn't put them down. I'm like, okay, stop. Put it in the oven. Chickpeas are but hummus, like, right? Yeah. Because hummus is fucking lit. Yeah, like, dude. I love hummus. Literally, buy a can of chickpeas. Yeah. Throw some seasoning on it. Uh, toss it in some oil. Throw it in the oven for, like, 20, 25 minutes. And they're, like, chips. Get them good, good and roasted. And it's, like, almost like a popcorn sort of oh, okay, sort okay. of flavor yeah, or yeah. sort of texture. And you just sit down and fucking eat those things. It's, it's healthy and it's cheap because a can of chickpeas you can get like 15 ounces of chickpeas for less than a dollar. Well, I mean, aside from the butter, like chip popcorn isn't bad for you either, right? No. Like it's just no, fucking. It's... Yeah, that's actually. I, I snack on popcorn instead of chips now. Popcorn's a cheat for a lot of um, like, you know, bodybuilders and, uh, you know, higher level fitness people who really, really count calories because it, you know, when you get to the end of the day. Well, I think you, there's like no calories. Yeah, you've hit your calorie count. You just down some popcorn to fill your okay. stomach. And what I heard as well one time, I forget where I heard this, but. Um, the fact that it takes you so long to eat, you like, burn can, calories like, eating it. Well, burn a cal- but it can like your brain's like okay, we yeah. have we've eaten more than we have. Yeah, because like ch- popcorn's a fucking, you know, you can't just shove all the popcorn in your fucking yeah, you face, chew right? It. Like it's like a yeah. long, it's a process. Yeah, no, that's absolutely absolutely what people use it for. It's a hack. Well, I've been doing that just because I like popcorn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never mind, but I get the extra butter ones. Yeah, like if you think of something that you're craving, it odds are it's cheaper and easier than you think to prepare and to make for yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this chickpea squash salad probably was like 10 minutes to prep and then 20 minutes in the oven while I was on my laptop and then I was eating, eating good. Yeah, I guess like I, cause like I'm getting less worried about the budgetary. Yeah. Cause that's why I used to eat a lot of, uh, when I was like 18, I literally ate ramen I used to buy those fucking 30 packs of no-name ramen from uh, from Superstore. Yeah. Uh, they equaled like 11 cents a pack yeah. if you bought the bulk ones. Yeah, like amazing. It's, it w- and then just sriracha. Like, and that was what I was eating. And like, even back then, like I, I eat like one big meal a day and then like snack a little bit. And that's what I was doing back then too. But I was spending like less than a dollar a day to eat between... Yeah. Um, I would I would do that with the ramen, and then I would also buy bulk no name, um, just like macaroni or pasta shells. Yeah. Um, and then just yeah, like sriracha, and like whatever. 
no like mm. no sauce, no cheese sauce. Maybe if I was fucking killing it, <laughs> yeah. Just, well, well, just like, like dry pasta with sriracha. Well, I, yeah. Well, like melt butter. Yeah. To like get it frothy, <laughs> and then like yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like um, and then like yeah, if I stole a brick of cheese or something. I was that, thinking more like like uh cheese powder or cheese whiz. Or well, something. I, well, I I would I would steal bricks of cheese often. Sure. I'm just oh, like yeah, we, we've talked about that. Yeah, that's che- like my che- cheese is crime. That's like the one thing I used to steal all the time, and I would pay for my other groceries and yeah. then have a fucking brick of cheese in my hoodie pocket. Yeah, cheese is a crime. It, it we have a dairy lobby in fucking Canada that like artificially increases the price of cheese. It's fucked. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's I, a lot. I I I'll watch like um, shout out Josh Weissman on YouTube. He's a cooking guy, and he has a he is a um. A series called Butt Cheaper, where he takes like a popular item and then makes it super cheap. Yeah, and I w- I'm I always wa- I watch these. I like watching them when I'm. <laughs> it's funny because I don't cook, but I watch a lot of cooking shows. Yeah. Uh, just it, like it's it's the just like while I'm eating. It's how you get started. Yeah, and then um, so every time he'll be like, like as he's cooking, like the prices will come up on screen and like ads like yeah. you know whatever. And he'll fucking grate cheese into the thing. And he'll be like, plus 13 cents. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that was like $3 worth of cheese. Yeah. And then, like, look it up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, America just has cheap shit. But yeah, we you, have, like... You can buy $2 bricks of cheese. We have ridiculously expensive cheese here. Yeah, for for reference, like, your standard, like, you know, half-inch thick, whatever, full-size block of cheese here is, like, 7 bucks, 8 bucks, Even more, I'd say. Like, yeah, like, uh, even, like, um... Like, no, I'm thinking no name. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it to like. By the way, we have No Name Brand, which is our, <laughs> which, <laughs> when which we... is a superstore brand, which is like the cheapest but also really good food. No Name is lit. It's really yeah. Shout out No Name and... because the <laughs> store that makes it sells it. Yeah, Loblaws. Yeah, so there's nothing. Basically, they're the way that they have their shit priced is is always the cheapest thing on the yeah. shelf. Well, but and it's it's, it's not almost... bad quality. No, it's it's basically the same. Yeah. It's, in, it's indistinguishable. So yeah, when we people. say no name, we're not actually saying like no name brand. We're saying no name brand. Wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, look it up. It's fucking dope. And it's foreboding because it's just a yellow label with just the name in lowercase of what it is. Like Sanskrit or whatever. Yeah. Just like cheese. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And then they have a fucking Twitter account that's so funny. And they, they released a beer and it just, it's it just called says beer beer made for drinking. Yeah. Beer for drininging. <laughs> yeah. Beer for drinking. And then like they had a, they had a lawn chair this year they dropped in the summer and it was like chair for sitting. <laughs> like it's just like, yeah, yeah, I, I guess it is amazing. Um, but shout out no name, but yeah, no, I used to spend like when I was 18 in the trap, house like well less than a dollar a day on food. That's amazing. Um, but cutting and like cut ramen and like macaroni and cheese have been something that I have cut out of my diet, like cut out when I went on my diet and never introduced back. Right. Because I was fucking, it's just, it's so bad. It's gross. It's just like, um, well, I still love it, which I hate, (laughs) but. Oh, okay. Well, no. So I'll like, I'll allow myself one box of fucking white cheddar Annie's mac and cheese. That's healthy. I love that shit. And then um I'm I try to do like the the like six dollar bags of ramen. Yeah. With like the fucking vegetable pack and like all that shit. Like I feel a little bit better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I usually get the like the one dollar packs of fancy ramen and then I spice them up myself. Mm. Um I'll make it with 
sometimes I'll actually use actual like uh, uh, like faux broth, or okay. I'll use chicken broth, or I'll use bone broth or vegetable broth. I'll use an actual veggie broth as the base, and then add everything. Yeah, yeah. that's if I'm really feeling fancy and I've got it kicking around. Um, that's a more expensive way to do it than yeah. you're looking at a three four dollar bowl of soup. But um, what I'll also add is sometimes if you have, if I have like a can of like uh, like canned meat, like if it's um, either fish or chicken, believe it or not, you you know you flake that out, dump it in the soup, super good. Okay. And then I make it with uh, maybe about a quarter cup of soy sauce and then a tablespoon of sesame oil. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah. the oil that makes it. Like when you go to a faux restaurant, that's, that's what I've heard too. Yeah, like, like a like hot it. pot restaurant. Yeah. It's the it's it's the oils that make the flavor. Like it's it's like not salting your chicken. So here's the thing. I don't like soup in my ramen. I dump the water out. Yeah, that's that fucks with my head. I think that's right? gross. Um, there it's called something in Japanese. There's a style of ramen. Yeah. That is brothless. Yeah. Um, that's what I like. I, I don't like the soup part. I would just drink the soup. The noodles are the worst part. No, but I, I feel like most people are like that, though. I, th- I feel like most people aren't doing what I do. I think it's split. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm all, like, all my... I was always hanging out at my one cousin's place growing up, and like the entire family did it like that. They looked at me like I was crazy when I didn't okay. toss the broth. Okay, I remember like my ex girlfriend. One time we were like gonna get ramen, and she was like, "You're gonna think I'm weird, but I don't like the soup." But I'm like, "I don't like the soup either." <laughs> like, Amazing. When we were like first dating. Yeah. Um, and I remember like the fact that because I didn't think it was weird, but then the fact that she thought it was weird was like, wait, is this weird? Yeah. And then like I hear people like you like with the soup, and I'm like, oh, I I just never been my thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's probably not favorite soup. Go, chicken noodle, tomato. I think. Ooh, I've got. Why is this podcast about food today? Um, I have. <laughs> I'm uh, really hungry now. <laughs> I have three jars. Well, there was more of homemade tomato soup from my mom. Okay. And she makes it. Like, I don't know, she cooks it, blends it, or no, I think, yeah, she, so she chops up all the vegetables, and it's, like, a lot, like, a, a good variety of vegetables. There's, there's peppers, there's, uh, when it's just me and her, there's, like, jalapenos, um, I think she even did a reaper pepper once, just Ooh. for fun, uh, onions, and then, obviously, like, I think we did, like, garden fresh tomatoes from my grandma, and I don't even know what else she puts in there. There's garlic bunch of stuff anyways yeah. chops all these up throws them in a pot cooks it for like a couple hours gets it all nice and mushy tosses in a blender purees it and then cans it fucking amazing like it's that Gotta to me that's what tomato soup is it up yeah and then when i have tomato soup out of a can like, like campbell's whatever it's like this is just a cup of sugar it is it's, yeah sugary tomatoes <laughs> yeah hers I, hers has no fucking sugar in it no i feel like because so like good. campbell's chicken noodles or sorry campbell's tomato soup was like a comfort food growing up like mm-hmm. you know you get sick and you can't like eat solids i'd like eat yeah. tomato soup from you is the uh the lipton chicken noodles okay yeah, Lipton yeah. chicken soup um the other, the only other can I like those like Campbell's cam soup, like the, the big fucking pieces of chicken and shit, or like beef. I, I don't like those I like because those. I have a really high standard for chicken soup. I don't have a high standards for any. I'm a very. Well, your mom doesn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, at least. Sorry, no. mom. Um, I didn't know you could use spices in cooking until like 
I was 20. Yeah, they fought wars over that. Yeah. And your family just like opted out. Well, yeah, because my my mother's one of the... Enjoy your white privilege. (laughs) My mother's one of the kind of people that's like, I don't need to salt it while cooking. I can salt it after. You can salt it after if you want kind of thing. Right. And then when I got older, because I I remember always thinking, why, why why is the food in the restaurant so much better than at home? Yeah. Don't they have the same shit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like com- amazing. And then when I became an adult, I'm like, oh, there's like chemistry going on. You need to salt it before you cook and shit, because there's little, little covalence bonds being broken and shit. Like there's shit going on. Yeah. And there's it's all it's that all was a ten dollar word. What covalence bonds? Yeah. I I <laughs> and I also as I was saying it, I'm like that's not what it is it's fine it probably is it could be how do you know fact check me what do i look like a chemistry major kind of i'm wearing a short sleeve dress shirt today fuck you kind of do yeah um, damn it um but uh this is the food podcast um i'll call oh, beyond I'll, this food i want to say one more thing about chicken soup uh, <laughs> okay so my standard for chicken soup that like this is the gold standard highest level chicken soup making performance I've ever seen in my life uh I was a little kid probably seven or eight I was at my grandma's house and I really wanted chicken soup like I already loved it at that point and you know grandma knew it was my favorite so she's like fuck yeah let's go do some chicken soup and for reference my grandparents live on like 40 acres they had a little hobby farm um cattle they had chickens did they murder a chicken in front of you and then make it into soup oh yeah oh no so here's the best part my grandma she's fucking tiny she's like four foot ten four foot eleven that's how tall you are like 100 pounds soaking wet and uh she's also mennonite so she wears dresses to the ground and like the head covering and like just just visualize that little mennonite lady like dwarf size uh goes to the fucking chicken barn and chase no no they were like roaming they were like i think they'd roam the yard pretty much free and uh so she fucking chases down a chicken mind you not easy like they train boxers like this she fucking chases down a chicken grabs it takes it over the chopping block fucking lops off its head lets it run around we're all laughing it's hilarious yeah great um yeah she whatever plucks it skins it all of that in front of us throws it in the pot and then proceeds to go back to the garden with us. You know, we're just following around. She picks all the all the herbs. Like, she's got parsley. She's got dill. She picks all these things from the garden. Takes it back inside, whatever. Rolls it. Does the the, the mortar and pit. What is that what it's called? Mortar and pestle. Mortar, mortar and, yeah, pestle, yeah. Uh, grinds up all these, whatever. Throws in the spice ball. Got the whole soup going. Then she may pulls out the flour from scratch makes her own noodles has got like that big crank thing puts the dough through <laughs> fucking cranks out her own noodles lays them out to dry boils them soups ready like whole day process to make this fucking chicken noodle soup oh my god it does not get better <laughs> than that like i was for me as a kid that wasn't remotely traumatizing it was so exciting i'm like oh my god look at this All dead you- chicken running around <laughs> like yeah it was that was the best i had a, i lived a sheltered life Unfortunate. <laughs> Unfortunate. Um, I am a pretty easy man to please. I'm not. If you're watching the video version of this podcast on youtube.com slash vote willows, you can see that I just winked at the camera. Um, but I basically, Tyler, if you want to put anything in my mouth, I'm usually pretty happy. Pretty amicable. Yeah. 
That's good. Um, any type of food. Um, I'm usually I'm pretty easy to put. Like, not that I can't appreciate high class stuff. Yeah. Because I'll go to like a fucking expensive restaurant. I can like really discern, you know, the 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 skill and the quality. Well, I mean, you can properly taste wine, so. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. And um, but I'm just like. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't care. I, food's never been like a, such a big thing in yeah. my life. Like yeah. it's never been like, uh, we didn't really have meals together as a family. We never really right. like, I guess it was just never part of my like culture really. Yeah. And my mom always baked it into us that like food is life. Food is health and bad food is bad health equals bad brain equals bad kids. Like, which yeah. is, fucking true like you feed your kids processed food and uh you know stuff with shitloads of gmos and hormones and whatever in it you're gonna have a different result than with real good food nutrition like fucking minerals are real nutrients are real vitamins are real like those are actual things that you need to have a healthy developed brain which is yeah your brain is continuously developing till you're what 16 17 25 i think maybe 25 oh well then i'm fucked but (laughs) Like it was definitely, it was definitely something that we always talked about and thought about. See, and that's what that's what we should be talking about. Is yeah, you absolutely. Need vitamins. You don't need this fucking phony vaccine. <laughs> you didn't see where I was going with that. I swear to God, I did not see that one coming. I almost did a fucking spit take on my mic. <laughs> Get I, that D. I saw today. Um, when I was driving, this is a good pivot. Let's talk about vaccines. We have these uh, these green stickers that say "I got COVID nineteen vaccined." Yeah, and they're like the same color as Manitoba Health, whatever. Some guy had this big bumper sticker that was the same exact sticker, but it says "I took my vitamins today." Nice, because I guess he was making fun of the, you know, I don't need a vaccine. That's great. I don't think vitamins. I have all. I also I... snort horse pills. I was gonna say like. If you're obese or have, um, you know, heart condition or as you're asthmatic or you have diabetes, I don't think vitamins are going to fucking save you. Well, it's so, it's like treating it's like treating cancer with prayer and good thoughts. So I have heard from anti-vaxxers, some, yeah, that are like, why would I get the vaccine if I'm a healthy person, right? What like, that's their argument, right? But they I've seen data that's like eighty percent of people that died of COVID were like overweight. Had co- yeah, I think it's o- overweight and or like vitamin D deficiencies. Is yeah, one people like to say which makes sense, right? But like more more decisively is probably the obesity yeah. issue. Yeah, which is a huge problem in America. Not as much here, but like it's a huge problem. In- I think something like sixty five percent of kids are obese now in the U.S., which is. Out, out, like absolutely insane. It's, it, yeah, that is insane. And keep in mind, um, one in five kids in the U.S. is below the poverty line, and doesn't have enough to eat on a weekly basis. People are starving, but they're still fat. Yeah, which is wild. Well, and like you can one hundred percent be malnourished and obese at the same. Oh, time. I think most people are yeah. right. I, I, yeah. I'm probably malnourished. I, I would assume. I, you absolutely are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like by the letter of the. I would say at this point you're not because you've adapted to subsist on wine. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm so, getting all the grape. Yeah, the grape. yeah, you get everything from the grape. Um, I, I've also been trying to take more. That, that should uh, be the name of your book. I got it from the grape. <laughs> The second book. Um, 
I uh, I have been trying to take more like multivitamins because I I am aware that I am probably those are really hit and miss though going to die. Most of those are just you're paying for expensive piss. I spend a lot of time outside though. That helps. I mean the vitamin D thing. Yeah, I mean you're white and you spend a lot of time outside, but let's say winter time you probably dip significantly. Less. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean it's good. Honestly, if you supplement vitamin D, um, you know, from fall till spring would probably be smart. Okay. Take B12 all year. What does B12 do? B12 is something that you get from, like, uh, leafy greens and, like, darker darker veggies. I do eat a lot of um, spinach and, like, I order fucking freshy. But problem is most of the leafy greens we get is, like, uh, the actual farmland is so depleted that the oh, that's that, that the vegetable itself doesn't have it doesn't the nutrients over. that it should have because that's it, actually interesting because it's not in the soil right because it's know that. fucking farmed out like that's why hmm. that's why a lot of people need supplements now even if you're eating healthy because of that that's interesting your food's fucking depleted well that's like I I'm literally thirty three minutes we're just still talking about food but that's um fine. one I was watching um forget what I watch all like um. YouTube cooking shows, right? Like binging with Babish and First We Feast and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I forget which one it was on, but they were talking about like burgers and they were getting burgers in like California. Mm -hmm. And they were saying like, if it's not tomato season, don't get a fucking tomato on your burger. Right. And I think they're, they're talking for like quality wise. Right. But extrapolate on that. Like take a step back on that. I remember my friend in high school was Filipino and her family was from the Phil like still in the Philippines, like most of them. Like I think like her and her mother were here and the and the rest of her family was back home. Yeah. And like her brother worked on a fucking like farm of some sort. Um and she was telling me like, oh yeah, it's like four months for that lettuce to get over here from the Philippines. Yeah. How is it still fine? Yeah, off the vine for four months, yeah. Yeah. Because they're fucking spraying it with basically plastic i think to like yeah. make sure it doesn't wilt well it's the same thing with tomatoes is a big one for that actually because a proper tomato like if you've ever picked one out of a garden the feeling of it yeah, my like, parent my parents have a like yeah the, the weight of it yeah. the, the squish like yeah, how just, much yeah how much like they squirt i'm gonna get really <laughs> graphic about this um if you get a store-bought tomato that's not in baby season, make your tomato squirt yeah, if you get a tomato that's not in season, which is going to be most of the year, well, and nine also, or ten months of the year, and also a hundred percent of the tomatoes you get from fast food restaurants, right? Because they're not going to like go out of their way to get local grown tomatoes two months of the year, right? Yeah, those are basically it would be like a green, like not ripe tomato mm -hmm. that have been they spray them with this chemical compound that changes it. It they're not painting it like it's an actual chemical reaction in but the tomato, but makes them ripe. Basically, it turns them red. Okay, that's it. Doesn't make them right. It turns them red. Okay. So they're not ripe. They're green. They're still not ready, uh, but they're but they look like. Oh it. yeah, because like I'll get a like um like a BLT from Tim's or something. Yeah, if they have, and it's if like, they seem kind of crunchy. Oh, and it's like you can tell. It's like yeah. okay, this is like not real <laughs> fucking vegetables. Like yeah, and fucking brace for it. It's gonna get worse. Like yeah, global yeah. global supply chains are gonna break the fuck down. <laughs> Which is fine. I it'll, think like it'll be honest, we're all like we're all gonna die. Like what else? Whatever. I mean. It's fine for those that react appropriately. And one of my goals is to be, you know, work on 
um, local sustainability, right? Yeah. To be, yeah. we've to been have, talking about this yeah, recently. Yes, local sustainability, um, and within your community, have enough, you know, food getting generated. Like, how many? We don't. We do not have to worry about that in our province. No, no, there's we, not. We, we are very. We very export a hundred times what we consume. So here, yeah. personally, we don't have to. But what you do have to kind of get used to the idea of is maybe the, some of the foods or some of the things like honestly the worst thing is going to be spices hey do you want to go eat some dragon fruit oh fuck yeah like avocado well people are going to be out there fucking stockpiling like water and dried food packs i'm gonna i'm gonna stockpile like salt and fucking <laughs> like yeah probably like salt and black pepper and Where do pap- they get paprika and curry they get sal- am i an idiot do they get salt from mines yeah yeah it's mineral because Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, I only know this because of Portal, the video game. Yeah. But um, salt mines are the deepest points in the earth that we currently go. Okay. Um, because uh, in Portal, I don't know if you're familiar, but it's a game where um, you're ba- you basically wake up out of like your your character wakes up out of like cryogenic storage or whatever, and uh, the you're in a testing facility for like high tech weapons, but it's like it's been a thousand years and everyone's dead. And then like the AI that controlled the lab is like to putting you through tests. Uh, and that laboratory is in a salt mine. And that's the whole plot is that you have to like, it's like this whole thing. You gotta um, get out. Well, yeah, I get like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's a good, it's a classic. Anyone who plays video games has heard of portal, but um, I, but then when I was playing it the first time, when I was like 17, I was like, how fucking deeper salt mines and Googled it. And it's like the lowest points in the earth. Yeah. So what I almost exclusively use is like uh, pink salt or Himalayan salt. I like Himalayan. Isn't like Himalayan salt. I don't want to say good for you, but like, yeah, no, it, it salt in general is not necessarily bad for you. Like especially Himalayan salt. That's, it is good for you. Like salt, I bu- salt I buy, is good for you. I buy it unless, from Costco. Those big shakers of Himalayan salt. Yeah. I like yeah unless, shit. unless you have, um, like blood pressure, heart problems, like specific health problems, salt yeah. is, salt is quite good for you. Uh, and the reason pink salt is good for you is because it actually has a lot of uh, trace minerals that your body has and needs that you don't oh, get from anything else. Okay, but good luck getting the fucking Himalayas when the world collapses. Dipshit. Right? Yeah, these are like whatever six million year old deposits of salt. Right. Um, I'm gonna stockpile fucking salt. Are and, we gonna run out of salt and, and, at a certain and point? Turmeric and curry. Like, think about glow. I mean, it's very plentiful because everyone has it in also, abundance. Also, yeah, like the the number one reason the UK invaded India was for the fucking spices. Yeah, for the spice. <laughs> like that's literally a thing. <laughs> like it, like in Dune. Hmm. Like in Girls. Yeah. I'm scary spice. <laughs> You're thirsty spice. Oh no, that's not one of the spices. Could be. Should be. Hmm. <laughs> New version. Teenage teenage spice girls. One is thirsty spice. Oh no. I don't like. Um accurate though. True. But yeah, things like like salt though is beyond just for cooking, it's for food preservation and, and such. Like that that's a societal breakdown. I don't think that's really gonna happen, but Oh, um for melting ice on the uh on the sidewalk? Sure. For the old so the old ladies can go for a stroll. Is that the same kind of salt? That we eat? Uh, it's a lower grade. But it's the same idea? Yeah, same compounds. Okay, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know what the fucking... What's in salt? 
uh, sidewalk salt works because uh, when it combines with a little bit of ice and snow, it becomes salt water, and salt water is a low, really low freezing point. So then it like melts, and then it spreads the salt, and then it melts, and then it spreads the salt because the melting point is mm-hmm. just much lower. That's all it does. Wow. So it's just big chunks of like, I mean, you probably could eat it, but it's just <laughs> like really dirty salt. Also, the one I have is like blue. So I feel like I shouldn't eat that. Oh, oh no, never mind. Blue raspberry. I was thinking the blue meth from Breaking, <laughs> Breaking Bad, Bad <laughs> which I have eaten. So. Blue shatter. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That means it's good for you. So the election, eh? Yeah, I guess we should talk about that. Um, even though I'm <laughs> forty-one minutes of intro. Even though I'm fucking four weeks behind editing, I am gonna catch up right now. Though um, we just had our harvest. Yeah. The grape harvest. You you grace 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 graciously helped us out. Nailed it. Um, and uh, we got that done. So my busy season is coming to an end. Uh, it's starting to get colder. I was fucking, I got in the car the other day, it was eight degrees. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm going to work in the morning in a sweater, and then I'm ending the day with, like, my shirt off because it's, yeah, it's 30. Yeah, so, I fucking Winnipeg. I love it. <laughs> but, um. I love fall. Why don't we uh, take a shot and then transition? Literally. Yeah, I, that's why, yeah, I saw. Where we, where we take a shot? I don't know, whatever. So, welcome to the segment that we call Shot Caller, this part of the show where we, um, so welcome to the segment that we call You Are, the part of the shot where you take the call segment. Fuck. Welcome to the segment that we call Shot Podcast. The Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> welcome to the segment that we call Shot Caller, the part of the show where uh, you, pop- the audience, can pick the shot that we take. Um, today's uh, bottle is uh, sponsored by Cazador's Deer Tequila. It's made of deer. <laughs> Nice. There's a there's 100% a percent Mexican deer. It's a hundred percent Mexican. Are there deer in Mexico? Well, evidently, because what is this on the fucking label, buddy? I feel like there can't. I, I don't feel like there's. I don't think there's deer in. Mexico. What is it? Oh, are they just like co-opting this? Maybe because they're like. It looks like a fucking caribou, not a caribou. That looks like a. No, it doesn't look. That right. looks, it looks that like look, a buck. It's a. It looks a, like a it's Canadian a buck. buck. Does Mexico have deer? Deerts. There are four species of deer. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, evidently, this is a Mexican deer. But it's so warm. You're my Mexican deer. Wow. Maybe oh, they like it. It's romantic. Deer work work in mysterious ways. Thank you, <laughs> Cazador Deer, for sponsoring this episode. Cheers. Good, eh? It's a little bit harsh. It would be nice if it was colder. Yeah. <laughs> Frozen tequila is the best tequila. I do like this tequila if it's cold. I don't like um, Jose Cuervo anymore. I've puked too many times on Jose Cuervo. And uh, what's that other popular one? Done. Uh, the... No, I like Patron. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. I like Patron. No, the cheap. Uh... Sousa. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't like Salsa either now. Um, I I have the uh, cheaper tequila. I can't do Jose Cuervo anymore. I'll I'll puke. But that's, um, like, that's how I feel about uh, Ungava. We took Ungava shots on this. Yeah, I almost puked. After, okay, okay, fair. 
It was um, really gross. Well, like, okay, like, if you were watching the video version of this podcast, you saw me fucking... I don't take shots well in general. We all know this. But um, I went like, meh, like, shook around. But I wasn't close to puking. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It was, it was, a, like, hard, it was a hard shot. I'll yeah. give you that. Um, well, yeah, because what happened, like, it's so... This basement gets really cold. Yeah, that's why in, I wear a sweater every week. In the... Uh, well, it's weird because it gets cold in the winter, obviously. But then we turn on the heat to compensate the cold. Yeah. So then there's, like, that fucking vent shooting out hot air in my liquor. Oh. Which is, like, counterintuitive. Like, so my feet are freezing, but my beer's warm. Like, neither is good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I dig it. Um, That's why we need a more expensive liquor cabinet. We did. Um, my landlord just got... Uh, she patched a bunch... They dug up my foundation and patched a bunch of holes. Yeah. So I wonder if that w- would help. I'm assuming the, it would. Yeah, presumably. Right. I don't actually know how basements work. You're the contractor. So it's a hole. Uh well okay, do we have to explain to the Americans listening what a basement, what a basement is? is? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> Depends where you live. I think like Arizona is like uh 2% basements in houses. Yeah, well, fucking Ontario is the same. Right, the Canadian. Why don't they have basements? Because they're on fucking granite. Oh, because like because the Canadian okay. Shield. Like, the anywhere Cana- you need, anywhere the ground freezes, you need to build a basement. Otherwise, your house is fucked. Basically, and your house, yeah, it's just really bad for well, it'll in- shift, insulation right? too, right? And it, well, everything because like my cabin, yeah, um, is on bricks, is on big posts, whatever, right? Yeah, no basement, obviously. Um, it shifts like a lot, like a foot every year. Well, you can you can get around that without a basement, but a basement's just a better way. Like when you get a basement, well, yeah, we always have you know furnaces, how, like all your mechanical shit is Ooh. is down, and then you have that warm space underneath your floor. Yeah, which well, makes and, a big difference. And in Manitoba specifically, where we live, ninety um, percent of basements are finished. Yeah. Like, every single person I know has a fucking finished basement. Right, yeah, so it's usable living space. Another reason... Because, like, we're, we are currently in a basement where we're recording this. My bedroom is in the ba- is across the hall in the basement. Yeah, so if you look um, at, like, Texas, you see a lot of homes that have uh, what they call slab-on-grade, which is basically just a, a slab of concrete, like a driveway, and then you build a house on it. Okay. Um, that's not great here because our ground well freezes and thaws and freezes and yeah, thaws yeah. and heaves like crazy yes and you it would just crack crack the, sh- the fuck it, out of it yeah it would crack the shit out yeah. of it uh so that needs to be like floating above so our base the, i don't know if you know this but a basement actually sits on uh the only structural part of it is a perimeter of what they call a footing so underneath your walls there's about a four uh, about a three or four foot wide chunk of concrete that goes down and that sometimes that will sit on piles which is these concrete posts that are drilled like another 20 feet into the ground yeah so your your footing sits on piles and those and those piles go down to either bedrock or like harder material because our fucking topsoil is like 10 feet deep. so what like 64 squares down yeah for bedrock yeah basically that was a minecraft joke if anyone was listening <laughs> uh so your your footing sits on piles piles sit on bedrock or whatever's more solid 
um, and then your basement walls sit on the footing and then your house sits on the walls. Um, your basement floor is actually floating and not attached to the structure. And that's actually better for it because it shifts so much? Well, it's be yeah, it's because it's going to shift and heave. That's so it's why, never going to crack. Yeah, that, well, I mean, it does crack, but it's not going to compromise the rest of the house. That's why if you go into like old houses and basements, concrete you have these super fuck. uneven, yeah. cracked, fucked up basements. My parents' house before we re-poured the concrete. Exactly, and yeah. you can just bust it up and re-pour it because yeah. all it, it's like a four or six okay. inch slab over gravel. And is that a unique thing to Manitoba? Or like um, colder climates, I guess? I think that's anywhere that you have the freezing issue. Okay. Yeah. Which is most of the north of the, what, 30th parallel? North of the Mason-Dixon line? 30th, 35th parallel, maybe? I prefer to use the Mason-Dixon line. But. It's not that, but yes. I anyway. only learned about, okay, you know like unfinished basements? Yeah. Where you have like a, a fucking trap door. My house? Okay, your house is fucking weird, but okay, like, but like outside the house, you have like a trap door that goes down in the fucking. Yeah. I only learned about this because of horror movies, right? Where they all have sketchy shit going on in the unfinished basement. It's like, oh no, you have to go down and find the fucking breaker box in the unfinished basement. And I'm like, I've never seen this my entire when I'm like ten years old. I'm like, what is? Why and, does our basement look like that? And why do they go outside to go in the basement? Yeah, what yeah. what the fuck is going on? Because all my friends had finished basements. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's fucking minus fifty here. You don't want to go outside. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's frozen. I get. Yeah, it's it, it's like I I'm glad that I have an appreciate. Like I I don't want to jerk myself off or anything, but I feel like I have an appreciation for like how other cultures, maybe not other cultures, but how other countries like function and live. You know what I mean? But then I like go to talk to Americans and they don't know anything about anything. True. Um, my favorite part about experiencing Mexico was open air architecture. Yeah, wild, right? Like the, even our <laughs> entire a, hotel. Yeah, to us this is so bonkers because well, um, we're like, but what about when it gets cold? You watch. Uh, I remember one of the funniest things in uh, the original Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween mm -hmm. with Michael Myers. Right? They're fucking. It's supposed to be in Haddonfield, Illinois, and then but their school has like open air lockers. Right. Because they filmed it in California. Right. But it's like, and I, I, I forget where I saw a clip of it, but I like some person was, they're like, no, like this is Illinois, buddy. <laughs> like it gets cold here. Yeah. But like open air lockers, you're just freezing. No, because California, off. you just have yeah. fucking open air hallways and shit. Yeah. No, one of my, it saves. One of my buddies uh, growing up was, uh, he came from a Florida private school and no, no, it wasn't even private school. It's just one of those gigantic public schools that was as good as a private school in Canada. Oh, yeah, like the fucking high schools that have football teams that are like football well, stadiums yeah. that are bigger than our fucking professional football stadiums. Yeah, and they're like, their actual gymnasiums are bigger than our stadiums. Uh, yeah, it was one of those schools. Like, their annual field trip was like, oh, we're going to Paris. Oh, God. Or we're going to Brazil. Like, that was their fucking field trips. It was unbelievable. But yeah, yeah he was explaining their um, like their whole open air, their whole school is open air. Like their classes. Because well, then you don't were... have to air condition it, right? If it's open. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. Well, yeah, we Mexico. Yeah, we, like our entire hotel, all the windows, because it was a rock building, like where we, where our rooms were, pretty much, right? Yeah. And then. All the hallways were open. Trying to remember, yeah, and the, the hallways, but the were, windows were just like holes in the wall. Yeah, because right? they well, weren't like the, the hallways were open, open air. 
and then the, ro the rooms were sealed out and the ceiling and if you were in the hallway and you look up you could see outside like yeah well there was like overhangs but yeah yeah it was it was yeah. like the hallways the hallways were covered but the center was not yeah that was cool yeah it was it was all open so it could vent out yeah. and that's like that's something i want to let's great pivot back to global warming uh there's ways to construct houses that you can have you don't need air conditioning and you can have a very comfortable living space yeah i've seen diagrams of like yeah mexico flow and shit mexico does have a lot of architecture like this well right? i think people like have like especially in the you know closer to the equator they needed to figure this out but like pre-electricity yeah because they were literally going to die <laughs> like yeah so what i like the house house i want to build or houses i want to build are going to be basically emulating that that kind of Mexico sort of design, cool. but it's um, convertible in like in which way like an ent your entire walls and like walls of windows can open up and you can create an open air space, and then uh, as soon as it gets cold or nighttime hits, you can shut everything up and create like a, a sealed, super insulated energy efficient well, space. Because I I've seen it uh, diagrams with uh, like castles in like the uk mm -hmm. that they had to have such complex ventilation systems because you have a ton of people living in the fucking castle obviously and then it's also rich kings and shit but they had like really weird this sorry this is just giving me flashbacks to the uh behind the bastards episode about krupp uh like uh, Krupp was like the guy who invented the um, the brass can, or sorry, the steel cannon, and he's basically the guy that in invented the idea of an arms race between nations because he he like invented the idea of selling to both sides. That was my and also in high ma like mass pro <laughs> mass producing arms. He's the first guy to come up with this idea. He's okay. basically the person who's single most responsible for fucking World War One and Two. But anyways, Krupp had this weird either superstition or a kink or <laughs> something. Um, he built his house in such a way that it would vent um, either it was cow shit or horse shit that smelled directly into his room. As one does. Because he believed it was, like, good for you. Well, yeah, so like at where he always had to have like he had to huff cow shit. You on don't a huff daily cow basis. shit. Yeah, I thought like if you huffed cow shit, you got the methane and it got you high. That's like actually a thing. Well, you could probably get high. Also, mushrooms come from cow shit. Psil hmm? Psilocybin. Hmm. Everything good comes from cow shit. What's better? He's not wrong. It's just mushroom weird. fight. Go, ding 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 ding. Psilocybin versus. Black truffle. What? Which which is the better mushroom? I don't know. I haven't had black truffle. What? Poor fucking. <laughs> Neither have I. I'd say psilocybin. I've never had psilocybin mushrooms. Those are illegal in Canada. Wink. That gif of uh, Wandavision. Yeah. Anyway, so the election. <laughs> yeah. Get around to it. Minute 56. Have we talked about a business topic yet? Why? Oh, yeah. I forgot this wasn't a business podcast. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Um, how do you feel about the... So, we just had an election in Canada. 
I'm for one completely unsurprised. So we had a snap election. Um, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, called an election early, two years early. And he spent uh, $630 million to for nothing to change. Every single party won the exact amount of seats, give or take one. It's like, wow, nothing changed in, literally in, nothing. Half, a, in half an election cycle. Yeah, literally Not nothing surprising. changed. Not a single thing. But we spent $630 million on the election. Yeah. On, so, on like the voting and whatever. Well, it's really expensive to have an election. Yeah. You have to have so many fucking polling staff and locations and like rent out places. And yep. it's really expensive. Um, how, how, you know how many people, why doesn't the government just buy a warehouse and just put a bunch of cots in it and just house every homeless person? Because that wouldn't win them any votes. Yeah, but that would be less than six hundred thirty million dollars. So, what do you mean? So isn't that like isn't that what they're for? No. What? The the government exists to like, exert, have, exert we, power. We have a left leaning government. Yeah. Farther left than jo- Joseph than R. Biden. Yeah. And and well, at this point, Trump is further left than Biden. Trump. 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 Did you see Joe Biden's um, um, opening a uh, uh, refugee, like, cage, kids in cages facility at Gitmo now? Putting them right beside the fucking terrorists on Gitmo. Yeah, there's, there's like, another detention facility in south of Mexico that's bad. They're flying people back to Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, Haiti had a massive earthquake, and uh, people are coming to America and being like, "Please, my family is dead. My businesses are destroyed. Can I please come to America?" And Biden is telling, "Nah, fuck you." Biden. Fuck you, bro. Biden is telling horse riding ICE agents to beat the shit out of them with clubs, and then say, "Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do." But. He is a black woman as his vice president, so it's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so here's an amazing meme that uh, one of our friends sent to us. It says, white Christians, we want to go on missions trips, spread the love of Jesus to these poor souls in third world countries. Jesus, how about I bring them to you directly, you know? Mm. Immigrants, refugees, white Christians. Ah, slow down there, buckaroo. Well, I that love basi- like, it basically sums up. Well, like the all li- like the all lives matter, like Black Lives Matter. No, all lives matter. Oh, refugee lives? No. <laughs> like, yeah, no. It's like, oh, let's spend fucking three trillion dollars stabilizing a country in the Middle East. Stabilizing in quotations. Yeah, which means arming the insurgents, <laughs> the insurgents, yeah. and assassinating civilians. Yeah. Um, hashtag stability. <laughs> I, I don't understand. No, <laughs> like, people spend millions tens of millions doing overseas missions trips work like hmm. most of it's just jerking yourself off you and taking pi- taking pictures in front of a starving child i have not because you were a contributing member of the church for 18 I, years i was in a i almost went on many yeah but i could never bring myself to fundraise okay i felt wrong okay 
I didn't want to fundraise because you you were a contributing member of your church, like not not my a, whole life, yeah, not an intent. Like a, you went to church every Sunday, but you also volunteered for the church, like four a days lot. a week. Yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. Because never... you grew up in a religious small town, and see, my understanding of missions trips when I was like fourteen, yeah. was okay. So I go to this country, I slap up a few bricks, I make a shack. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this sounds like it's a trip for like the way that the pastor talks about the way everybody talks about i'm like it sounds like it's It's a a, vacation trip it's a trip for me yeah where i get to have some like suffering porn to bring back to the church but it's a write-off because you're doing charity work well it's it's not a write-off because it's just i get to like people you get to go to fucking mexico for three weeks exactly on the on the church's dime and people talk about it like it's a fucking vacation and but but then at the same time they're also like oh but i'm i I feel called to missions like i i i I, my eyes literally cycle back (laughs) and i look out my butthole when people say I feel called, it's, I feel um, called to go overseas. It's, it's, colo- spend... it's colonialism. It's yeah, That's what it, it is. it's a white savior complex yeah. bringing uh, it bringing your faith overseas. It's it's just another version it's, of colonial. Like it's that, colonialism, hundred percent. One of the staples of colonialism was fucking Catholicism, converting like the, the Catholic Church. You uh, said we'll help you, but you need to convert, basically. Exactly. And why do you think Mexico has so many fucking Catholics? Right. Because Spain was like, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And the Philippines, um, Philippines too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was already morally opposed to it just on the, on the basis of, I think this is a very inefficient way of spending church t- money. time and money. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to fundraise for it. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was a waste of time. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to go, uh, but I, the fact that I want to go makes me think that it's the wrong thing to do. And everyone else is like, no, God's calling me. It's like, no, you have fucking, you're restless because you're a white kid that's been in the same <laughs> small town your entire you life. Just you just want to go, go s- on a vacation. <laughs> you just want to see the world. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Uh, no, but it's, don't, it's... don't say God's calling you to help people because you didn't help shit. No. Um, so I've always been opposed to that. Good, good. Which is, why, which is why I didn't do it. But now I understand why. And why it's problematic and why. And it's before stupid. you didn't, when you were a kid, you you didn't realize why. I, I I knew why, but I couldn't admit it. <laughs> okay. Or, I, and I didn't understand. Or you articulate it. Right. I couldn't understand colonialism the way I do now. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. understand like what a white white savior complex is. Yeah. And this fucking white girl from America who pretended to be a doctor and just treated kids and murdered oh, dozens yeah, and dozens that. of. Uh, malnourished kids in pretending Africa, to be a doctor right? in Africa. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I can cure your malaria, and they're like, Okay, we don't know anything. And then well, she just killed people. Well, she was initially just like an aid worker, and then yeah. she just started putting on a lab coat and pretending to be a doctor. It's fucked. It was great. Unacceptable. Cool right? and good. Well, I guess like, how's like Doctors Without Borders doing? Oh, that's I you. I don't think anyone can argue Doctors Without Borders. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm saying they're great. How are they doing in 2021? I mean, good. Okay. They're probably better. I haven't heard anything about I, them in a I, long time. I mean, they probably are not in the news because the whole world is in a global health crisis and Doctors Without Borders saying people are dying of COVID in India is like not going to make the news. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, our, our news cycle has been pretty dominated by COVID. Yeah, and the fact that people are dying in another country doesn't fucking register. Nobody cares. <laughs> Does like, it ever register to people? It's they're just desensitized at this point. Wait, what color are they? Oh, 
Okay, never mind. Not white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> say no right? more. Yeah, say no more. We're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna pay attention. So point being, um, you know, churches in Texas will donate thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to send their white kids over to some brown country to give them some Jesus, when in reality those countries might be like broadly Catholic to begin with. And um you know, maybe slap together some mud huts that they maybe do poorly. And then they bring those kids back after two weeks, and it's it's just suffering porn for the church, and make them feel like they've done something. And then well, immigrants come over the borders and like, no, no not in my backyard, not in my town. Like, well, it's all yeah, it all started with the uh, with the Jesuit missionaries that were going to fucking like coming over from Spain and going to like Borneo and shit. And now the entire world is run by the Jesuits. All of them, even are you, Jews. Are you familiar enough with the uh, Gray Pope shit to talk about it? No, I've kind of been. Do it. Go kay. off. So well, but I I brought this up on purpose. I have a surprise. Oh no! <laughs> I hate when you surprise me. Yes, I was thinking about it. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> oh, Willow's. Why isn't there beers in here? Okay, if you're watching on YouTube, um, <laughs> Willow's just pulled out fucking beer drinking hats wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> so we're gonna just do this like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, clip, uh, <laughs> uh, clip that, clip that sound I will, bite. I, I will post a picture on our Instagram. Follow us, oh Instagram, uh, Alcohol Beyond This Point, or Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast on Facebook. But last episode, um, Tyler had a great idea because we we often we haven't made an official segment yet, but we we often say uh, conspiracy corner where we talk about conspiracy theories. And he was like, oh, man, we should fucking have these, like, tinfoil hats that we pull out and, so and, and put on. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, what if they were those fucking beer drinking hats? Yeah. Where, like, if you can't, like, Google beer drinking hat. You know what I'm talking about. They have the two beers on the side and you have the straw to your mouth, right? Yeah. And these are, these look like hard hats. Yeah. So I bought them on Amazon, like, the next day. Oh, God. And then I just, I bought a bunch of fucking tin foil and i right before you got here i was wrapping them in tin foil so amazing um, i'm so happy you're welcome <laughs> i put effort into this podcast um anyway so I, I i did a deep dive into this gray pope thing which is fucking ludicrous and you if you google it you can like barely find any information of it which proponents which of means the, it's real well which proponents of the theory say that's because it's being censored right right just, just like the other thing i was trying to search yesterday um but so basically what it is is the, there's a white pope a black pope and a gray pope okay the white pope is the pope that we know i think jean paul ii right now right no no that was the benedict yeah no is he benedict i think it's benedict uh, you know I they, don't. I don't care. You Fuck know, you. You know they have to pick between like twenty names. Yeah. There's like twenty names you're allowed to have, and you have to pick one. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, so that's the pope. That's the white pope. There's he wears white, and he's white. Yeah, because he wears white. Now there. No, he's not white. He's a person of color. 
Italian. Sure. <laughs> um, they don't count. Any, no, they do. Anyway, but uh, then there's a gray pope and a black pope, which are like... So apparently they, this was a real thing. Uh, but the last like gray pope was like in like 1400 or something. Okay. He got like killed and they're like, why do we have all these popes? But what the conspiracy is, is that this Jesuit order um, still maintains a gray pope and a black pope and the white pope or whatever. And they not like, it's basically the Illuminati theory, but they control the Illuminati. It's like the Illuminati is a fucking pawn in their game in this in the Jesuit order of Jesus Christ or whatever it is I wish is like the top like so secretive no one knows they're pulling all the strings yeah then they're pulling the strings of like the Illuminati who's pulling the strings of the like Freemasons who's pulling the strings of the Rockefellers who's and the pulling Koch brothers of the Koch brothers who's then pulling the strings of George Bush who's then pulling like you know what I mean like it's yeah. like they are like this Jesuit order is the top 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 um and I, what's tied back to the Canadian election, I saw, I screenshotted it, I think, and sent it in our group chat, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe I just sent it to Zach, but somebody said that the reason why the People's Party of Canada lost, which was our far-right fringe party, was because the Jesuit order, like, willed them not to be in power. And he was posting a bunch of graph infographics and pictures of, like, what the hierarchy looks like, and his legitimate belief was all my friends voted PPC. Therefore. How did they get last place in my district? This is, f this is a fucking conspiracy. That was his legitimate theory on Facebook, I saw. Yeah, I think my stepsister said something close to the same. Jail's fucking sister says the same shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, we know these, these people are real. Like, I... but, so, he, like, the, the, so people are like everyone I know, it's like seven people. Yeah. So election night was two days ago. Um, they were. And hey, we get results same night. Yes, we get results same night because we're not a fucking America. We also campaign for. Um, you can only campaign legally for six weeks. Any more than that, you've, you you can't be like you'll lose automatically. Yeah. Um. Actually, I don't know what happens, but I guess you just don't do it. Yeah, you would you probably find, I guess. Yeah, you probably um, forfeit the ballot. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. That's pretty but egregious. fucking America. Anyway, but um, um, there were a bunch of People's Party candidates tweeting. Our voters are getting um, turned away. Turned away from ballots from uh, vo voting centers. Yeah. Only PPC. They were like asking us who we vote for, and if we vote for PPC, then we're fucking getting thrown like that turned away. That literally no. doesn't happen. What happened was this was happening. PPC voters were getting turned away. What happened was because they were trying to walk into a fucking community center without a mask on during a global pandemic, ah. and the staff is like, oh, "You need to wear a mask in here." They're like, "No, my freedoms!" And then they were like, "No, what? Fuck off! It this is literally illegal." Because there's uh, uh, Ontario, Alberta, they all have, uh, we, we do too. You, we have indoor mask mandates right now. You can't go in a fucking community center with, without a mask on. And it just so happens <laughs> that 95% of fucking people that are refusing to wear a mask in public are also PBC voters. But then 
weird fucking uh, Elections Canada tweeted out. Uh, uh, no election staff is allowed to ask for your vaccination status. They're not allowed to compel you to wear a mask. You, They need to let you vote. Oh. Elections Canada started calling these polling things and said, no, let them in. Interesting. Yeah. They need to, like, we don't give a shit about uh, our authority overrides fucking local mask mandates. That's fair. Uh, that makes sense. Let them in and vote. That makes sense, actually. Fascinating, though. No, because it's, it's good. Like, that's really good. That's what I said, is, like, is the election board of this country, like, the should, highest... Should supersede everything. The highest authority of this country, pretty much, was, like, no, let everyone cast a vote. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like the, the election authority should be able to say, fuck you to Trudeau. Which well, sure they probably could. They but, probably can, yeah. yeah. Fuck you to the queen. Wait, no. I don't actually know who's... I'm pretty sure who runs elections Canada. I don't know who's part of that organization. Like, I don't know enough about it, but I know that it's not a partisan issue. Elections. Yeah. In this country. No, you know, I agree. Yeah. They're not, they're not part of, they're not partisan shills. Like fucking America's fucked. Fucking Republican party has replaced all of like basically every single, uh, safety measure that prevented Trump from having a coup d'etat last election, every single one of those officials that put a stop to it have been replaced with Republican shills well, and in like, the states that matter. And, and, and here we have like two weeks to vote, like pre-vote. Mm-hmm. You can walk into any election polling uh, location in the country with an ID and your voter card. Yeah. And the voter card gets sent to you via mail, mail as soon as an election is called. Uh, and if you don't have ID, there's other ways to do it. I know America's fucking always freaking out about their voter ID thing. Yep. But there's there's ways to vote here without an ID. Um, and you just walk in to any place in the country in two, in for two weeks, and you can vote in like five minutes. And and there's all, never lines. Yeah. I've never had to wait. Also mail-in voting. And then mail-in voting's big here, too. Uh, I know America's always like, that's how it... Fra-. Like, no, fuck off. Um, the fraud rate of mail-in voting's like 0.1% or well, something. Well, it's... it's um, 0.01%. It's well within the margin of error for just counting votes. Yeah. So it doesn't even... It's literally statistically irrelevant. Uh, except in my district here in Charleswood, um, we are... They're still counting votes. It's the only district in Canada not to be called. Uh, we're 20... There are 26 votes or 24 votes between them the two candidates right now yeah but either way it's not gonna swing well it's not gonna swing it's the election gonna, it's not gonna swing the election, the but, election but if it was going to that'd be interesting of course well, then, that'd be then, awesome then then the conservatives would probably be screaming fraud well and uh if it's within like three percent the person in second place has the right to call a recount yeah um anyway but uh we don't make voting a partisan issue here because i ever the even the fringe right and the fringe have agreed left to not suppress the vote. Have agreed to let everyone vote, which is further than the Republican Party is willing to go. Which is fucking like we have like, white supremacists here that are like, yeah, of course, let everyone vote. <laughs> I mean, it's well, like I mean that like... that that sentiment's probably changing now, but I think it was what like six days after Trump lost the election, they had something like two hundred and fifty lawsuits filed. To, uh, different municipalities or whatever. Yeah, 250 lawsuits across the states to suppress 
uh, voting access. Well, don't they have like? I'm pretty sure they have like video of like people breaking ballot boxes and shit, like stealing shit. Like that just doesn't happen here. It's people just go and vote, and it's like but, not a big deal. Like I mean, there's a lot of shit that's just it's it's anecdotal, right? Like yeah, it, yeah, it, I get, yeah, yeah. It's a splash. Like the 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 guy that the the recent story that went viral in the states is um, drug dealer found with ballots in his car. Um, it was part of the California uh, snap election for the governor. Oh yeah, that's the recall too. And that was a waste of like a billion dollars as well. Yeah, exactly. And there was yeah, some drug dealer was pulled over and he had a bunch of ballots in his car and whatever. They're claiming it was the it was it was enough it, to like win the election. It was claimed or... as evidence of voter fraud. Yeah. What it was was a fucking crack dealer on crack who stole like a mail truck's load and just had like a load of mail in his car, which also, part of it was mail-in ballots because it was mail-in ballot voting time. Yeah, sure. And that was taken as evidence of voter fraud. Sure. But, but yeah, I, I like, I don't think, but, but, but I, I, right after the election was called, I already saw posts um, claiming that there was something fishy going on. No, not even, not even after the, not even after the election. As soon as the popular, um, as soon as the popular sentiment in the polls switched from the Republican candidate. No, no, no ours. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. As, as yeah, as soon as sentiment switched. No, America's fucked though. Yeah, they're yeah. That's their that's their playbook now. Yeah. Which is which is amazing because the global you know poster child of democracy fucking hates democracy now. <laughs> America. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. They want to. So here's the platform. I'm calling it now um, for Trump. Drain the swamp. Part two. Yeah. Drain the swamp. Part two. Stop voter fraud. Uh, Sleepy Joe's asleep at the wheel. Look at all this shit that went wrong. Well, it might be fucking Kamala versus Trump at this rate. Yeah. Sleepy Joe's going to not wake up tomorrow. Um, And it's it's going to be based almost completely on the voter fraud or sorry, like the election steal, the big steal, the big lie, uh, conspiracy theory, because whether he wins or loses, he's laying the foundation for him to take power period. Even when he won, he claimed fraud. Yeah. And like people close to Trump admit this. And I mean, he's all but admitted him admitted it himself he doesn't actually believe that there was any election fraud it just he claims foul play as soon as he loses he's he's the fucking bitch that takes his ball and goes home when he loses 21 you know he's he's that he's, he's the gamer that claims hacking as soon as he gets killed yeah he's that dumb he's that dumb cunt and love you donald if you want to get on the podcast uh, like i i can't i can't even wrap my brain around this because there's still people that believe there's validity to it. There was something like 21 major lawsuits filed claiming voter fraud, and they were all brought to Trump-appointed uh, right Supreme Court like, justices. No, not Supreme Court. Like just regular judges, okay. like district judges, state judges, municipal, like whatever. 21 Trump-appointed ju justices threw it out. 
throughout every single one of those cases. And one of my favorites was a guy who literally said, um, like, basically, I would like to say, yes, there was, you know, I would, I would like to say, yes, this was fraud, but if you want to bring a court, if you want to bring a case in front of my court, you have to bring at least one piece of evidence. <laughs> well, the, yeah. <laughs> like, because somebody filed a lawsuit and is like, I'm suspicious. Well, yeah, America, you can just sue people. Yeah, we can take the tinfoil hats off. Because this, this is, is not, not conspiracy. conspiracy anymore. Um, America. This is reality, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, swinging this back to business talk, but tying it in with what we were just talking about, I think the person who comes up with the better mousetrap, so to say, for voting is the next fucking Zuckerberg. If you can figure out remote voting in a way that gets Republicans on board as well, because... Like, um, no, they're just going to say you're the deep state, but there's, that's what I mean though. There's a way to do it. They're, like there are, there is someone is going to figure it out as these generations, like this generation, the oldest generation starts dying and people, cause now like kids that were born with, um, Instagram, I'm trying to like fact check this quick on my head are of voting age. I don't think that's true. Not but not quote unquote born with, but like grew up with social yeah. media. Yeah. Are voting age, yeah. right? Yeah. And very soon kids that are born or grew up with fucking TikTok are going to be voting age. You know what I mean? Like we're we are quickly getting to a point where Republican, like super racist right wing voters grew up with TikTok and will go, Yeah, why can't I vote on my phone? Yeah. Like we're there's there's gonna be a hole very soon. Where they even talk the uh, fucking billions. We we both like this show. There's like been three episodes back of this season. I haven't even watched one of them because I've been busy but um, there was a whole subplot where they're trying to get remote voting done okay, in like communities or whatever and um, because we have the technology absolutely to push something um, and you know what's really interesting I don't know how much you know about like NFTs yeah um, that's the perfect technology to make remote voting work yeah it's fucking blockchain security because NFTs are unique when you buy them like people like Gary non-fungible <laughs> cannot be funged you can't funge it and that's the whole thing funges like, you will you funges can, you might funges you might you can't funge it and um like Gary Vaynerchuk and like uh FaZe Banks like a couple of people that have been super big on NFTs um because NFTs right now are just fucking people selling art for way too much money. Like it's yeah. kind of token, and, tokens for memes. And that's why the New York times is calling it a dumb idea and shit, right? Yeah. This is the fucking perversion of blockchain. This is dumb. But you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk talk about NFTs. He's like, Oh, we're not even there. We haven't even started. Yeah. Like he was talking about like Ticketmaster. Your ticket's going to be an NFT. Right. Right. Like shit like that. Like it, it has such 
um, wide application, but fucking send an NFT to every eligible voter. Like that's how they make it so there's no fraud. Yeah. That's that is I in my mind at least unless also, we come up with something better. But I think NFT is the way to. Also keep in mind there's like a double digit percentage of Americans that don't have uh, access to the internet, high speed internet. There's more than ten percent of America that doesn't have access to the internet. High speed internet, yeah. Like dial up equivalent or less. What do you think? Huh? What do you think Biden's fucking three point seven trillion dollar investment plan is about? Is about bringing internet to the remainder of America that doesn't What's have the it. Canadian statistic. It's not that bad. Jesus Christ, think that's about like, like North Korea. Think about rural Iowa. Like you, you, you are happy. How do you to, not have internet? You get local cable at best. Like there's there's people that have never used Netflix because they what? they can the bandwidth would never Sorry. work. Like there is Sorry. a significant number of Americans that are a dial up or less. Sorry, why don't you just cell phone? There with what towers? Why don't they build a tower? Because there's no profit in it. We have fiber cable, fiber optic cable running past the vineyard. Yeah. In middle of nowhere, Manitoba. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, How does America, the richest country in the goddamn world, not build fiber optic cables? How is one in five children going hungry every oh week? Oh my God. I, like, I'm I'm literally losing my goddamn mind. Like, the, like America is, is, is a failed experiment that has perverted capitalism to this weird croniest corporatist society where people as Tyler was telling me this I literally could not comprehend that people don't have a cell phone or don't have not even high speed internet but internet and maybe you know now that I think about it, maybe that's a big reason why a lot of people, you know, get a hundred percent of their, um, maybe that's why a hundred percent of people get their, you know, world views from fucking Fox news is because they have cable inter cable TV, but they don't have internet. A thousand percent right. Like I, I. Well, no, and I, here, here's something else I wanted to say. You told me yesterday, and I literally didn't believe you until I googled it, that fucking like twenty percent of Americans don't have bank accounts. Yep. What the fuck does that mean? How do you not have a bank? How do you do anything? How do you pay bills? Capitalism, baby. What is? No, it's not capitalism no, because no, capitalism is. makes things easier for you. Well, yeah, but it's private banks. You know what capitalism did? Venmo. True. Like, Cash App, that's what capitalism did. It's this weird Capitalism fucking... didn't do J.P. Morgan. I don't know, man. I thought J.P. Morgan was a fucking oil company. Is that a bank? J.P. Morgan is one of the companies responsible for the 2008 financial crash. Oh, yeah, and me. I was also responsible. But, okay, yeah. but, like, so, let me run through my day, Okay. I wake up. I start scrolling on my phone. Couldn't do that if I didn't have fucking high-speed internet. 
Okay. So number like already number one, right? Yep. Number two, I poop. You just do that anywhere. Well, I preferably go to the toilet, but whatever. Okay. Number three, I get on skip the dishes and see what I should fucking eat for breakfast. Nope. Couldn't do that without fucking internet or living in rural America. There's no places that deliver to me, right? Nope. Then I log on to my fucking business social media to make my fucking business post of the day. Start on my stories. I got to do like eight to 12 stories a day to for the algorithm, right? Can't do that. Nope. Then I need to, you know, I mean, contact my vendors. I need to buy my, my shit to buy bottles. I need to buy some fucking fruit. I need to buy labels. So I just send them an interact e-transfer to pay for that shit. Nope. Wait. <laughs> Can they send wires? Is that a thing? Uh, What they'll, they'll I've sent do... a wire like twice in my life. It sucks. And they'll it's do, really expensive. Yeah, money orders. Um, Ugh, domestic wires so domestic wires are often free though so annoying though yeah uh, uh, you have to get yeah. like all these numbers yeah it's uh, money money orders uh direct deposit to other people's bank accounts there's a lot of different ways to do so it. so in canada we have five major banks and they all got together and said you know what we should do just build a network that's like easy to use and interacts like yeah we should do that so if you have someone's email you can just send them money or phone number or phone number. Uh, so very, very similar to Cash App or Venmo. It's fa- it's as fast as Venmo. But it's like government backed. Yeah. Like it's, our it's fucking... More, it's more secure than credit cards. Um, it's faster than a wire. It's faster than... Um... Well, a fucking wire takes like a day. Yeah. Wires suck. I've had to send it's wires. Actually, it's actually fast. It's faster than credit card clearances too. Well, uh, credit card clearances are usually a day. 24 hours. Yeah. Um, E-transfer is like five seconds. Yeah. Um, so basically, my entire day as a business owner in America couldn't be done if I was living in like rural Iowa. Yep. This is why running property management in Cleveland was so difficult because everything that I took for granted. Oh yeah, you like couldn't call people because it was I, like I, they didn't. I couldn't. Exist. I couldn't call people all the time because they didn't have phones, uh, or they, you know, they didn't have power to charge their phone. Um, you know, I couldn't. We couldn't do the e-transfer thing. We couldn't do uh, credit card. Obviously, cause most of them didn't. Most people didn't have credit cards. Uh, bank transfers, electronic transfers, mostly couldn't happen. Um, there was. Yeah, sending mail was often quite difficult. Yeah, because we had like a mail delivery service with our property management app where we could just like mail statements and bills and stuff like that. But uh, the delivery rate was just awful. So we just didn't even bother with that. Yeah, the infrastructure in general, like there's bl- like if you've been in an, in a ghetto, you you understand the grocery blackout. You understand the... Uh, technology blackout zones. Like, you're not going to find a computer store. You're not going to find a cell phone store. You're not going to find an organic grocery store. You're not going to find a good fucking family family food restaurant unless it's, you know, some family in the neighborhood has a small restaurant that subsists on locals, but that's pretty rare. 
you don't have the basic infrastructure because the zoning doesn't require it, the state doesn't fund it, the fucking the white capitalists don't care, and it's just you have these dead zones of well, America I... that just it. There's no benefit. There's no profit. Like the the U.S. Po- this is why the U.S. Postal Service is the most loved and respected institution in America because it's like in some places it's the last remaining. Um, federal utility or service that they have access to besides electricity, which is probably privatized as well. Electricity is federal? I don't think so. No, no, like, I mean, it's, but it's usually, unless you're in Texas, it's a federal network, right? At is least. It? I don't know. It's just know. private companies that, like, get contracts and quote-unquote sell it. So they buy they buy contracts with the with the producers of electricity, and then they sell okay. contracts to the consumers of electricity, and they make a markup. Okay, sure. Like, but the networks are federal. Sure, okay. And the infrastructure is federal. Do you think that's because, do you think we have a better system just because we have less people? I don't, I think. In we have mo- more land. In most certainly, in most places, I don't think you could claim our system or their system is better. What for electricity? Yeah. Okay, but like you're telling me, twenty percent of fucking Americans don't have bank accounts. Yeah, it's what because the fuck. It's because the banks don't have incentives or reason to just like in Canada, they accept anyone. Anyone can walk into a bank and get a, get an account. Well, yeah. What's the risk? People bounce checks. Overdraft. You don't have to give them a check. Well, you got to pay for the checkbook. Yeah, you don't like the amount you pay for checks cover the bounce checks usually. Like, right? It's, you're also insured by the fucking yeah. No, there's that, a bank insurance agency. The government runs a fucking insurance agency. Yeah, but if there's insured. no profit to be made on that person, why would you take them if they're not taking any credit with uh, you? If they're, fi- not, our... if they're not taking any debt with you, like if they're going to no, pay but, you okay, seven dollars so a year our, for services, our, our big five banks. Royal Bank of Canada, Bank of Montreal, Scotiabank. And by the way, this goes for most European countries as well. What was the other one? Scotia, CIBC. Oh, Toronto Dominion, and CIBC. Our big five banks, those are all in the top 10 uh, highest grossing companies in Canada. Yeah. and So don't give me the and Canadians the, uh, care about people and not profit and American banks care about pro- they're, don't they're, care about profit. They're also in the top banks in the world. Yeah, because and they're fucking selfish as fuck. It's not that American private banks don't like a private bank doesn't give a shit about or only gives a shit about profit so they don't do stuff that's good for fucking people because our banks are fucking shitty too and they accept anyone. Like what what is the difference here? I think it I don't have an answer. I think, edu- I think education has a lot to do with it where people just live live on cash. And that's just they live their entire life on cash. Do you, do you they have get, cash? They get they like... get paid on they get paid in cash. They pay their bills in cash. They buy their groceries in cash. They have their savings in cash. That's just it. This it, it clicked a little bit for me uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic. So I um, why well, deal a lot with cash um, because I do a lot of like farmers markets as my business. Yeah. Like personally, I haven't carried a wallet in like five years. Yeah. I don't even have an, in debit cards. I fucking just have my phone. Yeah. I have I yeah. have my credit card on GPay. I literally don't carry my wallet anywhere. I've gone to places to stores where there's no tap, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I gotta leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, anyway, but uh, 
I remember right at the beginning of the pandemic when the banks had to close, like they couldn't have tellers. Yeah. But the ATMs were still open. They had they had like the one the RBC by my house had fucking like twenty pages of instructions of like how to pay your bills digitally. Yeah. In all these different situations. Oh, if you're doing it like this, do it like this. If you do it, I'm like, who doesn't know this? But then I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, oh my God, like people still walk into the bank to pay their hydro bill. Yep. Why don't you just pay hydro? Why do you have to go through the bank? You know what I mean? Like, but like, but people, what, you can't walk in a hydro and pay your bill. I guess not. But, but the, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I literally, and I didn't come from a, we take it entirely for granted. That's what I mean. That we that's, do this that, shitty, and that's, that, we, that we like, we take it entirely for granted that you can take care of all your monthly uh, like bills, transactions, all your banking work in like 35 seconds from your cell phone. Not only that, but I have it automatically done. Exactly. Every Less, yeah. single recurring bill that I have um, gets automatically charged to my credit card, which then I get fucking air miles on. Right. Um, the only exception, which then is funny because the only exception is my uh, water bill in my house is under my roommate's name. Yeah. Uh, she then, she doesn't even have to text me what the total is or anything. She sends me a request for money over Interact e-transfer. I just hit accept and it sends her the money and yep. auto deposits in her fucking bank account. Yep. Like money management, like as far as that, like that goes is the least troublesome thing on my mind in, in any given time. Yeah, you don't even think about it. Like paying bills, anything like that, which is fascinating because then is this a engineered problem? I think so. I'm leaning that way too. Like, let's talk about this country because I'm more familiar with this country. Do you think that this is a direct attack on like people of color, mainly indigenous people? lower income people like do you think it's deliberate against them no because a lot of their benefits and uh like if you want to receive uh, like i don't know this for sure but like basically when you turn 18 and you're you know a full status uh, quote-unquote indian in <laughs> not our word the government's word yeah if you're full status indian you turn 18 you get like two thousand dollars like the day you turn 18. Uh, it depends on your band. Right. Yeah. So it's a certain amount of money. Um, and before you start freaking out, here's something I didn't learn until I was fucking 18 because they don't tell you in school. All the money, 100% of the money paid out to um, indigenous benefits because like native people in Canada don't pay taxes. They don't pay income tax and they get a bunch of like benefits. 100% of that money um is generated from a national fund. Uh, the queen put like a hundred million dollars in there in like 1850. Uh, and then they've been investing it. Right. Since then they pay a hundred percent of all that money because people, I hear racist people going fucking these natives, like draining, just live on my, live on my fucking tax money. No, they don't. It's a separate fund yeah. that is not related to your tax money at all. Yeah, no, it's it's actually the uh, disproportionately Aboriginal people in Canada receive uh, like significantly less than everyone else of the budget. Oh, the federal budget. Yeah, yeah, 100%. significantly yeah. less. 
Well, because and, and just <laughs> even dollar for dollar, so you the, get less. Here's a good one: the reserve on the lake that Manitoba gets its drinking water from has been under a boil water advisory since 2014. Yeah, they don't have safe water. They just got safe water like this month. Jesus Christ. Um, They literally, they can walk to the reservoir where I get my tap water that I can drink. But they could not access it. They would get shot if they accessed it. Yeah. We have Freedom. lost, we have lost the fucking way <laughs> so long ago like like forever ago so goddamn long ago yeah like scuttle those that boats if someone's like i'm gonna go explore another land just brick them just fucking brick them in the face just hit them throw them into if an someone electric says fence. i'm gonna go on a missions trip and suplex them into an electric just, fence. <laughs> just suplex them into an electric fence with a brick like <laughs> that's that's all that you need to do and you'll save the future generations so much pain. What I want to finish on before we do business tips is I think I'm an anarchist now. <laughs> yes. O- officially. Welcome to the dark side. Officially. I o- so here's the thing. And I know this will get a lot of roll eyes, but I I've self-identified politically as a libertarian for a long time. Yeah, we both are. And I've heard like and JL's like my our friend JL said like there's a disproportionate amount of you know people in the libertarian group that co-opt that movement to be like yeah personal freedoms no age of consent I can have sex with a 13 year old if I want like you know yeah, like that. it very quickly spirals in like a lot of bad people co-op libertarianism and make it look really bad. Yeah. So libertarianism is like a, is like it's a, almost a joke. It, it's a cuss word. It's almost a joke. Yeah. Um, Fascists. Well, and same with like, even like anarcho-capitalism, which I think I, I maybe identify. I, I don't like identifying myself with any political view. Yeah, Cause cause, I don't. Cause if you label me, you box me in, but there's not, there's so here. Good example. We just had the election on Monday. This is when I came to this conclusion and I told all you guys. Yeah. Was I started doing research of who I was going to vote for and I realized there was not a single party that represented more than 50% of my views. Yeah. Not a single one. Yep. And I said, oh, this is a fucking scam. Yep. Like there's not, like I used to think, like I try, I, I never made it and I won't get into the story, but like I, you know, was going to run to be an MP member of parliament. And like, I went through the way it was a whole thing. You can Google it. But I honestly thought that if I got into politics, I could make positive changes. And that was like five years ago. And now I legitimately think that the system is so broken, you you cannot make a difference, no matter how well-intentioned you are. Because we just had an election with a black woman and a guy with a turban, and they get on stage before a debate, and they acknowledge that they're on stolen indigenous land. 
And then they go on to debate who's going to be the leader of this imperialistic colony. You know what I mean? Like, it's yep. so disingenuous. Give the land back then. Right? You're an elected. Like, Jagmeet like, Singh. Forget forget giving the land back. Just have a position of equity of 50-50. Well, shut the fuck up. Own it then. Yeah. Be like, yeah, man, it was bad. Don't, like... Jagmeet Singh, the leader of our NDP, our new Democrat party, the, the our, most the, left, the most the, left party we yeah. have, you know, most left, least authoritarian is a, no, they're pretty high authoritarian. The Greens are way less authoritarian. They're very high. Authoritarian. No, they're both. They were below the X axis on authoritarian. Yeah. Which I think is higher than the, no, everyone's above the X axis except for. Except, Except for the, the NDP? Only the, only the NDPs in green are at or below. Sure. Okay. Everyone okay. else is above them. Sure. But he is a member of parliament for his district. We're right? talking about the political compass, by the way. But yeah. I think Burnaby, Burnaby South, I want to say, is Jagmeet's riding. Why doesn't he just give that back to the indigenous people? His riding. Expensive. Well, he's the MP. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up then. Yeah. Don't acknowledge... I acknowledge that our ancestors stole this land. Shut the fuck up. Like, they're so disingenuous, especially these lefties. Because at least, at least, the right-wing people are openly racist. This is ironically Zach's agreement or argument of why he likes the Republicans more. Because the Democrats are racist and authoritarian and paint themselves and, as progressive and, and bigoted and whatever and they are they paint themselves as, prog as a progressive alternative at least the republicans are like yeah we're bigots and we love it yeah well i i saw today there was a thread and I'm like yeah i can't fucking argue with that just when i was talking uh, i was talking about uh biden's opening a containment camp for refugees at guantanamo bay there was a bunch of people in the tweets responding to it that had like a fucking black fist in their by in their uh, profile picture, yeah. being like you know, Mitchell resists is their fucking at, and they're like, no, there's there's beds and fucking toilets and stuff at this refugee detainment facility, so, so wow, it's it's really... way it's way better than Trump's. That's a high bar. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you're co-opting like Black Panther fucking imagery the, and then being like you know what like they're whipping haitians from horseback horseback <laughs> and hurling racial slurs at them after their country was destroyed by a natural disaster and their president was recently assassinated oh yeah that happened too yeah and allegedly we can put back on the fucking tinfoil beer drinking hats um probably was orchestrated by the cia because these, um, were, these were english speaking fucking mercenaries that killed them okay Two seconds. Put okay, on, we're put putting on, on the hat. hat. Hold on. Put on your hat. Okay, so I don't even know why we're putting on the hats for this, but I'm just going to do it for fun because I like these hats. Uh, You're welcome. So the mercenaries were Colombian. Colombian sure. mercenaries are... Uh, Notoriously are, for hire for no, any... And trained by American troops. Yeah. Uh, so the Colombian mercenaries trained by American troops using American tactics invaded Haiti. What's now recently come out is the Prime Minister of Haiti may have actually paid for 
who is not the president, right? They right. have yeah. both. Yeah. It's like Russia has both. Yes. So apparently the prime minister had a phone call with the assassins before and after the hit. So I think they've like since arrested them <laughs> or something. Of course they did. Of course. But it was like most likely the Haitian prime minister did like a coup using Colombian mercenaries, which everyone uses because Colombian mercenaries are the best because they're American trained. Because yeah, we were taught when we so talked, it's, it's it's actually like tinfoil hat off, very uncomplicated. Was an internal coup d'état of somebody trying to fucking grab power. This was like three or four episodes ago, I think. But we yeah. when we talked about the Haitian um, presidential assassination, you were telling me you could like tell by how they were moving that they were American trained, yeah. just like which I didn't, I wasn't aware that different mil like. But when I think about it, I guess. Yeah, of course. Different militaries have a different way they move. Yeah, hand signals. And you were saying, yeah, the, sequences, the way yeah. they we have video of them, I guess, escaping, and the way they were like breaching doors and getting through gates and shit was very reminiscent of American trained yeah. um, groups. And uh, great, right? Like, what yeah. is that? No yeah. one gives a shit. Yeah, Everyone forgot about Haiti. So America trains mercenaries that overthrow a government, and this government. For reference, that they overthrew was Haiti, and Haiti has probably been one of the worst. Um, like, has been has had the worst luck. I shouldn't say luck. The worst treatment. So, for context, <laughs> France owes them a trillion dollars. Yeah, which Haiti, or sorry, which uh, U.S. then co-opted and used as leverage to enslave them. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's one totally of the good. one of the best. Or largest uh, slave revolts was on Haiti, though. That's exactly what it is. They like no the only the only successful slave revolt was Haiti. Like you mean like country wise? Well, there were absolutely slave groups that like killed their captors and were able to get away in America. Yeah, no, like by and large, like Amer. Imagine if the American South slaves revolted and then took over the American South, and then it was like the Black American South and the North. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was the equivalent. Yeah, because, like, the so, entire island of Haiti, they were able to kill everybody and take over, right? Right, so they yeah. are still being punished for that. Well, yeah. The long and the short of it. Well, those black people want to have their own country? Exactly. We can't let them do that. How about we overthrow them every 15 years and make it look like, oh, oh look, black people oh, can't run countries. As soon as they get stabilized, we just kill their prime minister. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And then we say black people can't run countries. Look what happens. People legitimately think that, though. Yeah, 100% that, like, they do. If, if black My people... previous employer, like, quote unquote, said, why do you think Africa looks the way it does and Europe looks the way that it does? Period. Full stop. He fully yep. believed that. Yeah, I taught. Yeah, this, this I, man of an, with an IQ of 168. Yeah, like, well, and then I I find myself so lost in thinking that billionaires that employ tens of thousands of people are doing more good than bad. Look at the banana wars. But then I also think. This country's built on racist colonialism. Because it is. But you know what I mean? Like, there's literally, there's no major belief that I have that I'll, like, okay, take two of my my top two, okay, I have, maybe I have top ten beliefs politically. No top two can go to the same party. 
Yeah. So who the fuck do I vote for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, this is all a fucking you burn scam. It down. Um, all of the worst crimes against humanity and, like, colonial atrocities were all committed by, uh, like, sons of billionaires who had to, like, go out and make a living because uh, their own market, their own, like, per- like you, let's say you're a lord in in the in the uk sure and because your father's already the lord he owns all of the foreseeable land he owns all the businesses that could like make profit like there's nowhere to expand to because if you expand you're encroaching on another lord's territory so right you gotta go open a fucking diamond so mine and... a, a rite of passage was go and pillage africa go and discover you know quote unquote discover south america and like this is what gave birth to the East India Company. This is what gave birth to, you know, the uh, King Leopold fucking up the Congo and doing, doing a bigger genocide than Hitler did. Doing the doing a worse genocide than Hitler did and getting away with it. Like this was just fucking rich white people, second, third, fourth, fifth generations of rich white people saying, "I gotta go make more. I gotta go make bank. I gotta be significant. I gotta do something different." And they go to their dad and be like, "Hey, can I get a quick loan and you know buy a warship? Small loan of a million dollars to buy a warship." Yeah, can I get a small loan of a million dollars to buy a warship? And then they buy a warship, and then they get a blessing from the crown to you know act, act on behalf of the navy. And then they show up with their warship that's not actually powerful enough to do anything, but they fly the right flag on top of it, and the nation they land on knows that they have the crown behind them. Oh shit, Britain's invading us. Exactly. So whether or not Britain actually endorses it, what are you going to do? Call them? Like, no, they just yeah because they, they just don't invade have you and they don't have you. internet in rural Haiti, wait or 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 ships. Oh wait, it was fourteen seventy seven. Yeah. So like, wait, when was internet invented? Fourteen fourteen seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't. It, it, wasn't, it didn't it was, work. Yeah. It was too it, early. Yeah, yeah. It was too early. The uh, dawn of man. <laughs> There's a YouTuber Dunky. Shout out Dunky. Um, so he is like a. He's like the dawn of man. In nineteen eighty nine, when they invented like home internet, <laughs> that's like the when the, the world started. That's when porn was born. Um, I wish. So, if VHS porn hits different. If you've ever heard or thought or believed even briefly that Africa is fucked up because it's black, do your fucking research. I feel like I've never felt that, and I feel like I'm lucky. I have never thought that. No, I feel like I'm lucky. I I held the idea in my mind because someone I trusted said it was true, and I'm like, you know what? There might be truth to that idea. And then I just filed it away and never thought about it again. Like, we never... I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. But when I went to high school, it was 80% immigrants. Right. Because we were one of two... We're one of two schools in the province that has a international baccalaureate program. So all the smartest uh, immigrants that want to take IB have to come to my high school. Okay. Um. So it was like extremely diverse 20 percent brazilian yeah number one who are all like making fun of us because they do algebra in grade fucking five yeah <laughs> like i remember but like yeah so i remember we had like well growing up i think we had like one black kid 
one black kid and like one native in in our my grade like one to six and then seven to nine because that's how we split schools here one yep. to six seven to nine ten to twelve my seven and nine got more diverse but probably still 60 percent white people yeah and then in high school it was just like most like white people are the minority and I never thought about it when I like when I was growing up. Yeah, because they're just, fucking people. I didn't give a shit. Like, and and I guess like my parents aren't. I want to say they're not racist. <laughs> no, they're not racist, but they're like they just don't have any any friends at all. So no black friends. <laughs> but yeah. but I feel like I never was. Like it was like I would bring home a friend and he was like native and then it was just like not a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was never No, your parents are absolutely not racist. No, I know. I'm that was a joke. But like I, I feel like I I never even acknowledged it. Yeah. Subconsciously. I never it was like whatever. It wasn't till I got older, probably after high school, that I started reading more news and being more involved in politics. And I'm like, Oh, people care about race. Yeah. And then you learn about race. Like that's the worst part about growing up is you learn that racism exists. Literally because it never, we never was a problem. This is, this is in general, like they've done studies on this. Racism is a learned behavior. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You ever see those videos of babies, different color babies? Yeah. There's like a, I, there's a video I saw like a long time ago. That's like, black mother carrying a black baby, white mother carrying a white baby. And they're both like, fuck you. And like chirping each other. But the babies are like trying to hold hands. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, this isn't a fucking like great ingrained in you behavior. Like if you're black in America, tell me like respond in the comments. What age were you when your parents had the, this is how you handle cops talk. Yeah, well, I remember... Uh, who was it? Because it's too fucking young. That's <laughs> what it, was, it is. It's like 12. I, I want to say it was Ice Cube was asking people the first time they heard the N-word. Yeah. And it was... It's like... It's like... Oh, no. It was when... Not the first time you heard it because, like, obviously black people say it as, like, a... But it's like, when was the first time you were called the N-word with, like, a hard R? Yeah. And these people were like, oh, yeah, I was seven. I remember. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Who? Like, I'm getting like, my gun and fucking unload. I feel like I learned the N-word from, like, rap music. And then learned it was bad. And then learned it was bad. Yeah, because we never, we never said it no. as a cult. Like, it, I don't know if that's a culture here in Canada. Like... Canada, I, think I think it's a Winnipeg thing. Canada is uh, is absolutely racist. I think it's more of a Winnipeg thing. Winnipeg is a yeah. We we are lucky. Well, you didn't grow up here. I grew up here. We are. I grew up in Whiteville, Manitoba. Yeah, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada is a is one of the most diverse. I think it's in the top five behind like New York City of uh, different races, like Singapore. We have the. Highest population of Filipinos outside the Philippines in Winnipeg. 
We have a huge Ethiopian population, huge Nigerian population. Yeah, just Africa um, in general, French. Well, yeah, and then we have a bunch of Quebecois French people, a bunch of France French people, because we have a... A lot of black French people. We have a French-speaking district. Yeah. So we get a ton of French people. Um, yeah, man, like, we just have such a diverse fucking group of people. Like... Latino, yeah. What's yeah. another? What's another major group? What are one. name all the races? White. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all that matters. And the other ones, right? <laughs> um, yellow. I don't red. Like, oh, stop. Blue. <laughs> now stop. stop. Green. <laughs> stop. Um, don't talk about my green. My green homies like that. But I feel like I don't I'm know. Green. I, I don't like to be like, I'm not racist. I, I'm such a fucking good... Pr- I'm a piece of shit human being. But I feel like I'm not racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, and I feel like, um, like hip-hop had such a unique impact on me when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, my parents hate hip-hop music. And I, when I was like... There was a year where like my my grandfather who i was very very close with passed away and that same year i had this girl girlfriend in quotations as much as a girlfriend in like eighth grade can be right like we didn't have sex but like you know like left me like the same week that like my my grandfather died or something and i remember just being in this like depressive like self-harm state right and hip hop music like really helped me cross that kind of boundary and then also George Carlin I who I quote constantly on this podcast was the first person that like gave me a perspective on my life where everything he was saying I'm like oh wait I can think about life like that <laughs> like yeah. and that like those two things kind of got me out of the out of the muck but hip hop has had such a profound effect on my life. And then, you know, 90% of the rappers I was listening to were black. And then when I started, when I got older and I heard, you know, the kind of thing, it's like the, the, the exactly what we we're talking about. It's like, we're Africa's this fucking shit because black people don't know how to, you know, run a culture. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, all of my culture has been influenced by black people. And... You know what I mean? And like, as a like kid. Black culture as a whole is... Is it's fucking better in every way. Like, <laughs> like just look at just look at the way that an African tribe lives. They are happier well, no, but not than even, you. They, not they even, are happier than you. Not even black, but, like, like indigenous. Um, indigenous before, to anywhere. Like indigenous, like indigenous to Russia, like indigenous, Canadian yeah. indigenous people. Like we have a lot of like Ojibwe. Yeah. Um, which I've spent a lot of time in those communities. You and me both um, have spent a lot of time with those people, and you know before they got colonized, I think objectively they were happier than us, right? Like yes. I, I'm fucking depressed. Absolutely. Like, objectively, they were happier yeah. than us. Um, and. I guess it's just such a failure of like 
I'm trying to like defend colonialism without defending colonial, but like, I feel like if you were gonna be a colonizer, you would take the best out of a culture and adapt it to yours. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you were going to take something over, you'd be like, oh man, they're doing that shit way better than us. They know how to run this land. Let's zerp. Like there's a reason why we're taking them over. They know how to do this shit. You wouldn't just fucking crush them. You would be like, hey, maybe that makes sense. Maybe this makes sense. Maybe that makes sense, right? Let them run the society or at least co-op whatever happens. But I'm also a smart, empathetic human being. Of which the billionaires that bought warships (laughs) were not (laughs) and brought smallpox blankets were not. We're not. We're not the people that should have done it. We're not. Um, even though I think the smallpox blanket things is kind of a myth and almost certainly did not happen. That's not how smallpox works. Yeah. It was more so the people had, I think so. All Uh, kinds of diseases. I think the people had diseases. They'd build immune. Like you can get, they were carriers. Yeah. You can get the flu and carry it without, with like having a cough like COVID, but kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like COVID. Yeah. No different. Um, yeah, the blankets thing is... Yeah. Wait, COVID? Wait. Colonizers weren't even that bad. It was COVID that killed everyone. Oh, COVID-19 equals... 1919. The, oh, the year of the Winnipeg General Strike. Right. Awesome. I hate... I wish we could do a general strike. Can we do a general Lisa. strike where the entire city goes on strike just for no reason? That's what we did. That's fucking dope. I wish we'd get back there. Word. Um, we're over two hours, so we should transition to our final business tip. Our final segment of the show is uh, business tip of the week, where uh, Tyler and I um, give you a business tip of something that we are personally going through right now in our business. And uh, I have one. If uh, you'll let me, yeah. Uh, kind of ties into what we were just saying. Um. So I I don't want to get I don't I don't want to get into it at all but I'm currently planting the seeds of a new business project right now. Ooh. And uh we'll I'm sure we'll get into it farther um later weeks but I don't like to jinx stuff. But looking into starting another business especially when I have a little bit of funding my business tip practical tip if you are looking to start a business and you have no money or you have a little bit of money or you have a lot of money at any level of that there's look into the grant programs and the loan programs that your state or your province has i was kind of doing some googling before because i kind of planned this tip I was kind of looking into some different states. I think like every state program has a fucking weird grant, like Google business grants plus your state. There are a lot of like $5,000 grants that all you have to do is put in the time. Yeah. I got one when I started my winery. Um, You had to like take a daily log of your activities for like eight weeks or something. And it was a bunch of bullshit, but fucking five grand for free. Sign me up. There's a ton of, like, a lot of municipalities and provincial governments, state governments will have programs like that just to get people doing whatever. Mm -hmm. But 
um, related to the kind of uh, indigenous people conversation we we're talking about. There's a ton of indigenous money out there. Yeah, un- like money, unbelievable, unbelievable amounts of money for indigenous people. So if you more money than there are applicants. Yes. So if you have a little bit of blood in you, maybe apply. There's all no. There's also a lot of um, uh, women, like women entrepreneur. Uh, grants because uh, disproportionately men start businesses. Yeah, seventy five percent, and I think like um, it's something like over half of businesses that women start um, are like sole proprietorships where they don't have a single employee. Yeah, um, so there's a ton. If you identify as a woman, there's a ton of money out there to get more women into business. Um, basically anything that's not a white male, you can get a ton You're going, of, yeah. you, you can get a ton of money. So I've been looking into that for my new venture. Um, so just Google business grant plus your state or plus your province or plus your city. Yep. Um, or go, you, go actually, yeah, go city, go state, province and federal. And also Google uh business grant plus your race. <laughs> True. I'm not kidding. Yeah. That sounds bad, but literally Google. Do it. Google like, you know, Chicago business grant Chinese person. Or I'm not kidding. There might be something. Or God forbid, Jew. <laughs> God, God does forbid being Jewish. Yeah. I was um, I was being unironic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's. Just kidding. Love you. Solid advice. Um, I would say. My business tip of the week is, hmm, this one's kind of hard because it's it's really kind of soft tip. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. It's a really soft tip. That was your nickname in high school. Giggity. Uh, be sure to understand underlying values of any person you're going into business with. Okay. Above opinions above wants desires demands opinion like if someone has a political stance if they believe in like gay rights versus not none of that shit matters unless you understand underlying values so can you give us an example so for example if someone says i believe in um you know undyingly i believe in tax cuts for corporations sure why do you fundamentally believe that? Is it for... Because taxation is theft. Is it for personal enrichment? Is it for a, you know, a philosophical belief on taxation? Is it for um, religious reasons? Is so it what you're saying is the context behind... Understand underlying values. Don't listen to political opinions. Like, for example, a person who shall not be named says, I like listening to Tucker Carlson. And I'm like, oh, Cucker Tarlson. Um, yeah. What does Cucker say? I have a... And uh, Mr. Cucker says uh, XYZ about the white race is now endangered by the immigrants. You you said that in the group chat today? Yeah. Cucker Tarlson? Yeah. But I was able to screenshot. Um, it was like Tyler Bergen in this group chat says like I am a cuck or something like that and it was like but it was like yeah. abbreviated from what you were saying 
but I was able I to love get it. Cuck. I was yeah, I love cuck. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, that's what it was. I love, I, I love cuck. Um, yeah, yeah, I was able to get a good screenshot. <laughs> that's that's great. You yeah. can blackmail me. That's pretty. Funny. You can blackmail me to the end of time. Not no, that your no doubt. Not that your cuckoldness is no any doubt secret to anyone listening. It's fine. It's not problematic, um, unless you are. So, Cucker Tarlson has <laughs> he, he he like the way that he speaks is in ambiguity he speaks in uh questioning everything in like questioning facts like he he hates facts i'm not saying what is it what is the fame it's like i'm not saying that's wrong i'm just asking a question yeah right that's yeah. What it is. yeah which is just undermining reality uh he's a fucking scum bag he's a fucking grifter he's allegedly the worst person on the planet that's ever existed but how do you deal with someone that says, I like listening to Tucker? How do you approach that problem? And uh, I'll let you know next week, <laughs> I guess. But by and large, understand values. And when some someone says something that utterly confuses you and you're like, I don't think I can communicate with this human being anymore. Keep in mind that there's only a small percentage of people that are actually radically different from you in such a way that you cannot relate to them there's a tiny tiny percentage of people that you cannot find common ground with uh and right now a big thing is i don't want them to poison the environment i don't want the liberals to pass pipelines i don't want the conservatives to you know debunk the carbon tax like whatever it may be there's common values there's common ground you need to find it and use that to get along and agree with people because we agree more than we disagree despite what the fucking media and despite what our politics says because if I was to sum up the last election it was I shouldn't say the last election if I if I was to sum up democracy <laughs> it would be do I want to cut off my right leg or my left leg or my cock I know like, I, I always use those um, are my three choices no, which I, one would you prefer I always say uh do you want to get shot in the face or the balls? It's like, yeah. I guess the face, like who wants to get shot in the balls? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's exactly, that's exactly what our choices are like. And if you swing one way or the other, um, whether you choose face or balls does not mean that you both want to get shot or neither yeah, of you want to get shot. Yes. It's like, no, but, it, and, you have, you, it, you, you have very like abstract reasons as to why takes, you know. Yeah both people to be like wait neither of us want to get why are we getting shot why are we picking and then to fuck up the guy with the gun yeah that's what it takes right like so yeah so fuck up the guy with the gun forget (laughs) about your face and balls never forget about your balls that's my business tip of the week buy a gun find your local constituent get some bolts cutters get some bolt cutters okay if you're about to encourage our listeners to assassinate their local no i just said get a gun and locate your local MP. And that's it. Those things are not correlated. My face right now. Uh, Alcohol beyond this point, LTD does not support <laughs> the individual opinions of its hosts. Neither do I. Right. Right. Anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, Alcohol beyond this point on Instagram. Alcohol beyond this point on f- podcast on Facebook. Alcohol? 
Alkiol, if you're listening anywhere where you can comment, uh, can you please leave us a comment of where you're listening from? We really appreciate it. Um, my name is Willows. This is my co-host, Tyler, who is kind of insane. And it's fine because this is a joke podcast, completely unserious for entertainment value, and we don't endorse... It's all hyperbole. Yes. We're not endorsing any sort of illegal munitions and or... <laughs> However the legal type is fine. Okay, anyway, bye. alcohol beyond this point podcast this isn't two podcasters talking business this is two business guys trying to podcast